Hey, Toadsheads, it's Dan, your favorite Dan, mm. here before the show wow. to remind you about the way you feel about me, which is full of respect. And right back at you, I have respect for you. Speaking of respect, it's almost Respect Listener Opinions Month, the very special month where you pick the movie. So right now, you can go to respect.totesregal.com. There will be a form and you can nominate movies for Respect Listener Opinion Month, also known as Lomnoms. And then starting April 2nd, go back back to respect.totesregal.com and you will be able to vote on everything nominated unless we hate it and the winner <laughs> will win and be watched for our may episode thank you very much once again that is respect.totesregal.com and i am the best dan bye damn it <laughs> Welcome to Totes Recall, the podcast where we talk about what a movie. Oh no, <laughs> not already. And that movie is one we don't remember well. Yeah. And then after we've talked about it, yeah, we push pause our recording or probably stop. Okay. All right. This and is... eat two pizzas, two salads. Nope. Thank you, patrons. Thank you so much. While we watch that movie. I just pressed the space bar, by the way. All right, I don't know bar. if it's like... You don't even know what it's stop. mapped to? Eh, it stops it. All right. <laughs> and then um, after that process is finished, we come back down. We hit space bar again, presumably. Yeah. I mean, we don't. we don't. I usually push the record button at that point. Oh. Do I? Who knows? Oh. <laughs> Find out the second half. That's bad. She pushes the record button. Uh, and then we talk about the movie, if we were right or wrong. How it looks through 2017 eyes. If we were wrong about, or I already said that. My name's Dan. I'm Molly. <laughs> I'm also Dan. <laughs> and I'm Beth. And our movie this episode yes. is our spooky <laughs> Halloween oh. episode. Oh. Organ music for some reason. <laughs> Wolf howling. Oh, fluttering bats. Oh, a bunch of spiders are on me. Oh, maybe the moon is big. <laughs> Psycho. It's Psycho. The movie uh, is Psycho. psycho. Not uh, the original. We have to say the original. Yeah. Everyone I've mentioned we were going to see Psycho with said, which one? Why would they think why that? Would they no think... one saw the new yeah. one. No one saw the new one. Also, why would you watch? Why would we choose that? Do they know. know how our podcast works? Yeah. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't like, explain do it they? as well as you do. We could technically watch the new one because I'm pretty sure the new one is like it's nearly a frame by frame. But let's not. Let's I mean, not maybe ever. next Halloween. Sure. Oh no! I we really watch I've, remakes. Sometimes. I already want to preemptively say I don't want to see the remake for the anniversary show. Okay. I just don't, and 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 I I have to tell you, my grasp on this film is very tenuous. But you know, you hate the new one. But yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I just uh, yeah, I I know the story, but I don't know if I know the story because I saw the film or because of popular culture. Yeah, like it's even made its way into cartoons, so yeah, I feel sure. like, uh, and anything is possible. 
I mean, I'll be very excited when we watch the movie to find out whether I've seen it before or not. Okay. Well, do you want to take a quick rundown of what you either oh, yeah. remember from your life or yeah. <laughs> from people telling you about it or just some whatever? So guesses. it stars, uh, is it Janet Lee? I don't Somebody know. Somebody no famous. And um, she ends up at the Bates Motel because her car breaks down or something. And I don't know if there's a gentleman with her or not. But I do know that she gets stabbed in a shower. Wow. And there's that classic reet, reet, reet music. And you think that the guy who runs the hotel, the Bates Motel's mother, he keeps referencing his mother, but it turns out he is his mother, and he turns around in a chair, and he's wearing a wig. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> I, I know, will find out. in the cartoon. Um, yeah. I also will add that this is an unusual movie in that I remember behind-the-scenes stories better than the movie so yeah. yeah i probably haven't seen it like oh. probably from like a universal ride or something yeah because oh, yeah. <laughs> i for sure remember learning that that blood is chocolate syrup on oh. a ride yeah probably oh, the universal tour i just went on that recently there's a whole thing about psycho like you're on you a roller coaster no you're on um like a tram uh, or whatever it is that sounds you know? right and it goes into different you go to the king kong sure. and all that stuff but there's one point where you drive by the Bates Motel, mm -hmm. and there's an actor sitting inside the house just waiting for the next tram to walk up, and, uh -huh. like, the tram person's, like, or the tour guide is like, oh, look out, there he comes, and then he walks up, and he walks up to the, like, next to the tram with a knife. <laughs> terrifying. And then I like to imagine he just waits there until the train goes away and then just goes back to reading whatever book he was reading yeah. or listening to this podcast. Oh, <laughs> if you are a Bates uh, reenactor. Yeah. Norman Bates. A Norman Bates reenactment oh. specialist. Mm -hmm. uh, tweet at us. Please. And let us know what book you're reading. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. You're book reading or listening to this. Let us Maybe know if you're listening to this. Maybe you're doing but, both, in which case you're way too smart to be yeah. like just waiting. Do one or the other. Like, cool it. Yeah. Or, or you get a PhD or something. Maybe yeah. he is. I mean, that's how he's paying his way. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good. Okay. But, I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah. but if you were to lose track of time and not be there on cue, Ooh. like there's a line around the block of people waiting to take your job. Yeah, there's probably true. like a light that goes off or something. Yeah, probably. Or like oh, a countdown yeah. clock. Or just like your manager Bates. knocking on the wall. <laughs> reet, reet, reet. Bates! <laughs> hey, Bates, get, get out there! there. <laughs> <laughs> I looked... I like specifically looked at him for a very long time to see if he would break character while I could see him. So he when never he, did. I need to. I don't know how long he stood there. Yeah, I need a little more detail. So like when you say he comes up to the tram and yeah. threatens you with a knife, does he literally just raise the knife and then just freeze for like thirty seconds or what? Yeah. Really? Like because the train is moving by him, so uh -huh. like if you're sitting on the right side of the car. There's like pro tip: don't sit on the right side of the yeah. car. Yeah. Also, don't sit on the right side of the car because that's where all the horrible things happen. Ooh. That's where Jaws pops up on the side, mm. or Bruce, or whatever the shark's name is, and his name is Bruce. <laughs> don't worry about <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, he uh, he walks up to the car. The train is moving. It's like, oh, we gotta get out of here. Mm. The because the whole thing is dumb. But <laughs> 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 but yeah, he stands there with a the knife. And then he puts his knife down as the train goes away and just stares at the train. Nice. Oh, nice. And then I was like, is he going to break character? Never did. Do you think he's a method actor and drives his partner crazy? Maybe. Does that he would have be a partner? Cool. Is yeah, he well, solo? Who, who his no, partner? I just mean like his life partner. Oh. Yeah, like his, or his roommate or people in his life. Do you think that his, his partner, life? he's like taxidermy? <laughs> 
Yeah. Partners <laughs> oh, is that mother? what it is? Yeah. Oh, by the way, this movie I saw when I was younger, and I totally called what was happening, wow. like, very early in the movie. It's because you had seen it in a cartoon. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's Wait, what... is, he ta- is she taxidermy? Because if so, she's very poorly taxidermy. <laughs> yeah. It's like a skeleton lady with a wig. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh. But Sorry, like he, he loves okay. taxidermy. Like everything in the lobby is all taxidermy. There's so, like birds and stuff. And I it's see. weird. Well, then he quits, but he's a bad job taxidermy. <laughs> I mean, it's the, ultimate, it's the ultimate taxidermy, right? I mean, does she have glass eyes? Like, you know? I'm pretty sure she's like a skeleton. Yeah. She has a skeleton. I, she's face. a skeleton. Yeah, you're right. Oh. But it's still. Haunting? Haunting. I mean, it's as sure. haunting as those dead birds in the lobby. Sure. <laughs> so, because uh, what I remember about the behind-the-scenes stuff is mm. that apparently Alfred Hitchcock uh, was unhappy with the actress's portrayal in the shower. Mm. And oh. so, and I don't know if this is true, but the uh, story is that he was really unhappy. He didn't feel like her screaming was authentic enough. And so he had them swap out ice cold water for the regular water mm. so that he could capture her scream. Uh. And I remember hearing that story when I was a kid and having never seen the movie, I feel like I already innately understood power dynamics <laughs> and patriarchy because that pissed me off so much. That maybe I didn't see the movie, not because I'm a scaredy cat, but because on principle. Wow. But probably because I'm scared. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's a really shitty thing to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you can't direct somebody, then maybe you're a bad director. You Otherwise, you're just a trickster. Oh, Alfred Hitchcock fans, come at somebody. What the? <laughs> now you are being a coward. Hitchcock heads come at me. Dan, Dan puts his life on the line every episode for some fucking subculture of nerds. And you can't be bothered to get a couple of people angry with you? I'm Listen, pro- Alfred Hitchcock heads are legion. Yeah, but they might also, because they're Hitchcock, they're probably like, oh, the cycle is not very good. It's too mainstream. Yeah. I watch Rope every month. Yes, Rope is good. <laughs> Do you think also maybe he's creep supremen and he just like wants to do a lot of takes with whoever oh. in the shower? He's like, oh, it wasn't good enough. I Another mean, shower scene. My, my very not confident understanding of who Alfred Hitchcock was would let me to believe, it. yes, that is possible. <laughs> <laughs> creep supreme. He's like the Winston Churchill of film. In what way? He's like a weird chubber? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But also, Winston Churchill was kind of an asshole. Yeah, so, yeah. that's fair. I think I mean, that's well fair. well-respected. Like a well-respected, older man asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it's fine. All bodies are fine. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah. Unless no. you're an asshole, and then we can make fun of your body. <laughs> I, I mean, that's know. kind of the rule. Is <laughs> yes. it? Oh, no. I mean, it shouldn't be, but it is. Yeah. so. Well, no, because I thought about that, because I did that nude uh, portrayal of Trump, like that nude statue. Yeah. To uh, presumably poke fun at him, and a lot of people were happy about it, but then a lot of people were like, well, this is just fat shaming in a different form. Yeah, like, I was okay with it because it was mostly about him having a little dick, and that seems like exactly the kind of thing that would, like, rile him up. But, like, I don't know if there's a... I don't know if there's a not shaming way to make a statue that's just like, you've got a little dick. I guess you could just do that. Yeah. Like a statue of Trump and then just a sign that's like, in, yeah, like, like a sign that says, I have a little dick. That's what it dick. says underneath yeah. the, like the plaque underneath Oh, sure. It. There you go. This man has a little dick. Yeah. yeah. But also, 
Yes, all dicks. Like, all dick sizes are fine. Sure. Like now, I mean, they are fine. Shaming. That's the thing. See, the problem with trying to make assholes feel bad is that the things they are concerned about, like only they're concerned about them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I could go. This is not the place for me to yeah. have my like twenty minute essay on the word <laughs> cuck. But anyway, Psycho is about a lady. <laughs> Who has a complicated relationship with someone, I don't remember who, and then uh, for whatever reason she has to go to Bates Motel. She's, yeah. She steals money or is something. Is that what, it's some kind no. of like a crimer? She's a crimer? Yeah, she's a crimer? Gonna, yeah. She, like she a, runs away. And she's like a reluctant crimer, right? She's a, with some guy. Yeah. Oh, and then she force her into it? Oh, uh, I don't remember. I don't either. Um, but. Jaquette's bet, the man forces her into it. Yeah, I'll double down on that with the uh, specific phrasing, reluctant crimer. Yeah. <laughs> And then she goes to the motel right. for the night um, and then gets killed by in the shower. Is the motel just like a wait here for me crime partner or is it? Are they on the lam? I think, yeah, I think she's like, she's driving away from her crime. crime. Oh, and she just gets like sleepy? Yeah, I think okay. so. I think it's just like this. there's vacancy at this hotel. Sure. No wonder there's vacancy if you kill. Ooh, you know? Man, yeah. man, good business model. Ooh, check bet. in, don't check out. Vacancy oh. sign is creepy and flashy. Yes, yeah. that's right. That's I even creepy. know that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, and then she's gone, and then her sister is like, what? Where did she go? Oh. And she stops at the Bates Motel with some guy who's like the detective, maybe. Huh. And then, then they're like, "Well, her car is here." And then, but it's not there. It's in the swamp in the yeah. back. They find it. Oh, I don't they know. Find it. I, don't I know. remember him sinking yeah, I think the they car. Pull it out of the swamp. Yeah. And then there's a staircase scene that's good. <laughs> I don't know. That's like, towards the end, right? Like guy sneaks into the house. Oh, sure. Because he's like, that house has got to be it. Think, and yeah. then he like climbs up the staircase, and then something scares him at the top of the staircase. 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 <laughs> top of staircase. I think. I think it's the woman who's in the house. I think oh. the man goes to go get help or something, and she goes Ooh. into the house, so she's by herself. Ooh. And I think that's what the really scary part is. Oy. So does this movie have too much exposition? Like birds? Come at me, nerds! How about that? Good one. Thank I don't you. remember birds except for the end. Uh, so I... I mean, I don't remember anything before they get to the hotel. Right. So if you if you aren't interested in that if you aren't interested in non-motel scenes, then you could say, yes, it has too much exposition because it's at least 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like too much. Get to the hotel. Well, so, I don't know. It's good. It sets it up at I the think beginning. that's like what part of the reason the movie's famous is because like it sets up this whole arc and then kills the woman like halfway through the movie. Yeah. Oh. It's pretty good. Like she's presented <laughs> as a protagonist of the story and then just suddenly gets stabbed in the shower and oh. then it's like, oh, what happened to the lady I'm supposed to follow? Oh, oh. like Game of Thrones. All right, I'm sure. back on board. Okay. Good job, Hitchcock. Oh, Hitchcock is in all his movies. That's his thing, right? Yeah. He always has a self cameo. Yep. Yes. What's it for this one? Ooh, great question. Someone behind a newspaper. I'm Molly's also. Bet. I'm double banding on newspaper. Do you um, think it's newspaper at motel or newspaper in the first twenty minutes? In the first twenty minutes. I might Ooh. be thinking of birds, but there. I think he's running to catch a bus. Ooh. And he misses oh. the bus. Because he's reading that paper too hard. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like he comically throws the newspaper up in the air. <laughs> yeah. And he slips on a banana peel. <laughs> just. Well, I'm gonna say he's hailing, hailing and failing Ooh. to get a cab. Oh. Nice. Hail, hail, fail, and failing. Yeah. 
Is the thing... The old hail fail. <laughs> is the thing where he is like, this hotel is the scene of a terrible crime. Is that in the movie or is that in like promotional materials for the movie? Do you know what I'm talking about? Any of you? Uh, no. I don't think that's in the movie. Okay. Maybe it's for like the trailer Yeah, because all the Hitchcock trailers are like not clips from the movie. Yeah, because the psycho... Like a separate thing. I definitely remember there being some something where Hitchcock is like standing in front of the hotel and it's just or at the house or something. It's mm. like at this house there was a terrible whatever and we're going to tell you about it. I'm Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> and um, can anybody sing the tune of the Hitchcock song? Do you know what I'm talking about? Or it's like Maybe it was for that show that he Oh, yeah, And then he walks into the shadow of himself. Fun music fact for me, personally. I saw this movie years after that Busta Rhymes song came out, and I was like, oh, that's where that's from. Oh, Busta Rhymes sampled Dad Hitchcock? Yeah. The stabbing? No, the um, the like spooky violin music that like trails the lady everywhere she goes. If you want, if you want, I, uh... Uh, I believe the song is called Give Me Some More. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it heavily samples the violins from this movie. And if you've heard that song and you watch this movie, I'm looking at all of you, you will remember what I'm talking about. Okay. okay. We'll post that music video on our totsregal.com. Sure. Mm-hmm. Where you check in. And then you can also check out oh, good. the okay. website. And actually, you don't even have to check in. Like, yeah. you, just, you can just click on stuff. Just yeah. click on stuff. Read things, watch yeah. videos, mm-hmm. listen yeah. to podcasts. It's a really good way to waste some of your work day. Absolutely. Yep. You can become a patron there. <laughs> That's true. There is a link. There's a link somewhere on that page. Bottom right. You can just watch the most hesitant light bulb <laughs> come up over Dan's head just now. No, oh. I'm, I'm smoothly easing into a Patreon promotion. Absolutely. <laughs> Donate a dollar. Or five dollars. Yeah. Or more than that. Or more. However I much will, you want. I, I, will, I want to make a special plug for a very cool Totes Recall tote bag. Oh, yeah. It's a good designed idea. Designed by our own producer, Beth Gibbs. What? It is so cool. Did you forget? <laughs> I forgot I did that. Did you that. forget that you did that? Yeah. It is awesome. Uh, and it is available at one of the levels that you could read about. $20. At, yeah. Is that true? Okay. Do you know well, that for sure? I know that so for much. a fact. Great. Yep. And you'll know it for a fact when you go to <laughs> patreon.com slash totsrecall. Or totsrecall.com. And then and click, click on the, on the link in the lower right. Yep. Oh, man. Gertie is upset. <laughs> Sorry. Or Gertie is upset that more people aren't going to patreon.com slash totsrecall. Good job, Gertie. ABC. Uh, I remember the end of this movie mm. is just like a... Like a slow pan in on Norman Bates in like a straight jacket in yeah. the insane asylum. Yeah. Like just being mm. his mother yeah. and himself. Yeah. Mm. And it's creepy. It is creepy. Yeah. And good. That actor is real creepy. Beth's bet. He's <laughs> real creepy. <laughs> uh, oh, Dan's bet. Uh, I can't, I don't remember which lady it is, but he definitely creeps supremes through a wall hole. On that lady. Yeah. On at least one of those ladies. I think it's first lady. If not both of them. It's before, I think it's before she, because she gets into the shower, and he, I think you can see it from his POV. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, first don't want to make more sense, because then it's like, the stakes are here at creeping. Oh, sure. You just (laughs) think like, oh, he's a creeper. the stakes are stabbing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Stabbing stakes. Stabbing stakes. That's terrifying. 
Because they had that motel out in, um, where was it, where there was a couple that owned it? And they had installed peepholes oh. in all of the motel. Yeah, I saw like a ceiling. sixty what? minutes or inside news. Like, or yeah. this was it. one building, or they had like chains. No, of... it was a motel. It was one motel, oh, okay. and then Ew. they meticulously recorded how people had sex in all of their rooms. <gasps> yeah, so, I mean, creep. Super wow. supreme. I think about that almost every time I'm in a hotel room. Do you know how to tell if a mirror is a two way? No. Okay. What you do is you put your finger up towards it, mm-hmm. and if there is no gap, like with a regular mirror, when you put your finger on it, there's a gap between your finger and the reflection. Mm-hmm. If there is no gap, get out. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. That's a no window. gap. Creep. Attack. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure there's something that Great rhymes. Mnemonic. Great. That'll help everybody. <laughs> no gap. Creep attack. Yep. Yes. Not a gap t-shirt. In the clear. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am concerned. And so this is also the behind-the-scenes thing. Is Didn't um, Hitchcock intersplice a creepy skull to have a subliminal effect during uh, the stabbing oh, scene? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I, that's a thing I've heard. Yeah. You, you, Molly's betting there's I'm a skull frame? That, yeah, there's, I don't know if we'll be able to see it, but I'll look it up online. I mean, we should be able to see it. Should we? I mean, as much as people make, as much as people think how subliminal stuff works, your brain will register it. Especially if you're looking for it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, mm. well, anyway. Weird. So, am I going to have trouble taking a shower after this movie? That's I mean, my real I question. I don't think so, as long as you trust the other people in your house. Should I have washed my hair today already? That's I mean, what I'm wondering. I personally did have trouble for a while <laughs> after the first time I saw it. Yeah. Because then I was like, oh, yeah, you are super vulnerable when you're in the shower. Indeed. Yeah. There's no... There's nowhere to go. There are three walls, yeah. and then true. the murderer is on the other wall. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can't hear anything because the water's going. Yep. Yeah. And you're Ooh. nude. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. It's, it's a kind of lock up before you take a shower. Don't shower. <laughs> yeah. That's our message Don't for today's shower. episode. Yeah. Only bath. You're just as vulnerable in the Well, you can see what's going That's on. That's true. You can at least see what's going on. But then you're lying down. Yeah. yeah. You need one of those, like, old people baths. Yes. Where you, like, are just sitting. Yeah, I yeah. Like, like, super And there's tall. just a door. <laughs> and then you just have, like, a rifle on yeah. your lap. <laughs> I, and you do it up on a hill. <laughs> yeah, so you can see everybody. <laughs> always, if you're designing your own home, always put your bathroom at the highest point in your house. Anyway. Uh, oh, Dan's yeah, bed. I also was scared in the shower. Uh, Dan's bet the detective character will be very condescending to her sister. Yeah, yeah. Like he'll just be sure. like a he'll just be like a your standard whatever decade this is sexist. <laughs> yep, standard sexism. Oh, we didn't talk about what year we thought no, it was. No, we didn't. Oh, we didn't. I already know. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm gonna say. 1954. 57. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel like I also know. Cool. Okay. Like from your drive over? Yeah, from my drive over. I feel like I really felt it. No, I feel like (laughs) I know that it's in a 10 year. Yeah. And I want to say 60, but then I can't remember if it's 50 or 60. Oh, fun. Well, with my guess of 54, I've nailed it. Mm -hmm. Great. (laughs) Speaking of condescending to women... Ooh. Uh, how about the Bechtel Wallace test? Ooh. Nope. Ooh. I think I think it might pass. I think the sisters talk at the t- at the beginning. Yeah, that's a good. That's a oh, good where she's point. like, oh, I'm going to this motel. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah. if Norman Bates being his mom, does that count as a no. named character? No. I think she's no. just named mother. And Ooh, also no mother. I think okay. he just calls her mother. 
Ugh, I already hate this movie. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I'll take top sisters, bet. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think they. I think they talk at the beginning. Great. Because I think she's like, "Where are you going?" Oh, sure. Yeah. I can't tell you. Exactly. And then she says, "I'm going to find a beau. He's very handsome." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then, then they're like, "My name is this." <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> My name is that. Right. And then Hitchcock comes by. Oh, I need a cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll have one a hot ban- dog, please. A banana peel. I literally don't remember what he sounds like. <laughs> no. He's slightly, he's British. He is. But I can't remember, like, what kind of British. Is that accurate? All right, good. So he is, like, yeah, okay. He has a creepy cadence. He does have a weird, I remember that. I don't remember what it sounds like, though. Is this, and we kind of touched on this earlier, like, for Hitchcock heads, is this considered, like, is this considered, like, a movie that, like, everybody likes, but in terms of, like, Hitchcock's oeuvre, it's, like, just okay? Or are people like, no, this is, like, peak Hitchcock? Well, I have no idea. Like, I, mean, I know it's, it's famous and popular. Probably but... the most famous Hitchcock movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Right. But is it I think the it's good. best? Who knows? I mean, like, I I don't personally think it's the best Hitchcock movie. Yeah. Like, mine is Rear Window. Is this mm. early or mid or late Hitchcock? Earlier? Probably early, right? I think early. Maybe. Is that a bet? Uh, I don't know. Sounds like Beth's brave enough to bet. I feel like it has to be early Hitchcock if it's black and white and doesn't seem like it costs a lot of money. Yeah, that's good. Because some of his later movies clearly cost a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah, North by Northwest. Yeah, man. Yeah. Airplane. What? There's an airplane. He also directed the airplane. (laughs) 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 He took it, you know, he was ready for some. Took a risk. He took a risk, (laughs) yeah, in his later career. (laughs) Yeah, this is a pretty uh, low budge. Mm-hmm. Is this what catapulted him to the top? Sure, that, I I do think that. I believe that because I'm pretty sure in like I I honestly don't even know why where I pick up the things I think I know about Hitchcock. So who knows how much of this is true? I feel like he was sort of toiling in like British obscurity in that he was doing great in England, but like the American market hadn't really latched onto him yet. Yeah. and I feel like maybe this is what like shot him to the top. Hmm. Mm. But I don't know. Wow, it sounds like a bet to me. Yeah. I'll take the bet. All right. Yeah. Cool. Top shotter. Top top shot. I bet the opposite. Bad. No, just to keep it interesting. I don't really care. <laughs> what? So what are you actually betting? You don't care? That, no, no. <laughs> Molly's bet. Don't care. Uh, no, uh, that maybe this was, um, you know, I don't care. Like you know he'd what? already, he, you're thinking, you're saying he already did well and then an American studio was like, here's money, make this movie. Yeah. This is American Big Break. I guess so. USA number one. Is that oh, the name geez. of the studio? Yeah. This is American Big Break Studio. Get me Al Hitchcock. Give me Allie Hitch. Give me that Allie Hitch. Or I honestly, I don't know. I'm realizing I know nothing about this man. Now I'm wondering like if all of his movies were more finance. In England. Even, or... Honestly, I didn't know he was British. Wow. I don't know anything about him. He's a rotund fellow who makes creepy movies. Yeah. Some of them aren't that creepy. Really? But they're exciting. Intriguing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he makes he's made some good movies. Yeah, yeah. So, good. yeah absolutely. Uh, so, given all of this important information, yes. how many uh, Crimer hotels? Ooh, oh, uh, would you I guess give it? It is a Crimer hotel. It kind of is. Yeah, except it only houses one Crimer instead of all of the worst Crimers. Well, the Crimers come and go. That's true. Actually, well, they one, come and never leave. There's one crimer incoming, and then there's a crimer already there. That's true. Yeah. There's two a crimers. resident. That, all right, resident I stand crimer. corrected. 
There's a resident crimer and a crimer guest. <laughs> and really, that resident crimer is two crimers in one. When you think about it. Yep. I, I don't mean, buy it. What? <laughs> it's just, he's not, like, possessed by his mother. He has a mental yeah. illness. Yeah. But he has both sides. Is Okay. I want to watch the film first. I mean, this right. is kind of a deep uh, psychological talk. We'll talk about it. I think he's still one person. Yeah. Well, he's one person. With a mental disorder. Yeah, for but sure. But does the mom commit, does mother commit crime? No, mother uh, is a skeleton. Mother is dead. No, no, no. But does the no. identity yeah, mother. of mother commit, commit the crimes? Crime. Oh, only mother commits crimes. Right. Oh, But it's okay. still Norman Bates. He's yeah. not going to get off the hook. I mean, he kind of does. Because he pleads insanity. I mean, we'll have to wait for the sequel when they show the trial. Psycho 2. The trial. <laughs> <laughs> It'll happen. Okay, how many Crimer Motels? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Ooh, um, I remember really digging this movie, and society has told me that I should, so mm -hmm. it's probably actually a pretty good movie. So yeah. I'm going to say four Crimer Hotels. Ooh, nice. Uh, I'm going to say five. Whoa. Whoa. I really like Hitchcock movies, and I don't remember this one very well, but what I do remember, I enjoyed. So... Beth, you haven't mentioned uh, if you saw this because it's on the AFI Top oh, 100 uh, and you watched is, all of those? I believe it is. But is that why oh, you watched it? I believe, I I think I've seen it twice. The first time I saw it at a friend's house uh, at a sleepover. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The second time, I believe I watched it because I watched all 100 films on the AFI. <laughs> and we, we should get like a little bell to ring every time you say that. Yeah. Uh, did anybody get any sleep at the slumber party? Yeah. Did anybody oh. take a shower? I remember thinking it's not that scary, but then I couldn't shower afterwards. <laughs> you know, like, there's, like, there's parts of it that are, like, that's really creepy, but some parts that are, like, eh, okay, whatever. Fascinating. Yeah, it's much more just, like, psychologically disturbing. Yeah. Yeah, it's than... more disturbing than scary. Yeah. Cool. All right, Dan. Uh, I am also going to give it a four. I anticipate cool. enjoying it, but I feel like there's going to be some stuff I'm like, eh, who cares? Uh-huh. Are you going to be like the kids today and be like, ah, it's just a boring old black and white movie? I mean, I've got that in me. Yeah. <laughs> I've got black and white hatred in Totes me. Heads, if Totes Heads remember uh, from previous episodes, Dan has mentioned that as a child, he had to like learn that it was okay to like black and white yeah. movies. Yeah. I mean, maybe Casablanca will have changed me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is a five, whatever. Or the African Queen. Whatever. Also excellent. Or Chinatown. Was an African Queen in color? Chinatown was in color. African Queen was probably in color. No, that wasn't in color. That's black and white. Was it? Really? Ooh, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> That's bad. African Queen is in black and white. Go back and listen to episode three. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yep. And tweet at us. Hashtag what that color. Hashtag listen to your own podcast. <laughs> Maybe don't what that color. Hashtag. Oh. Ooh, uh, hashtag humph colors. Great. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I am going to, for sake of controversy and because I really am unsure, I'm going to give it a three. Wow. Cowardly three. Oh, you're checking into with... the cowardly suite. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and um, hoping that I will come out just gushing about it. In not a, just in a. Just like, like ladies wounds did after yes. being stabbed. Uh, gee, I was thinking it and I was trying to not go there. Uh, I will be enthusiastic in my description when we come back, I hope. Great. Or I'll hate it so much. Which will be a joy for the rest of us. <laughs> and with that, we're going to hit the space bar. To <laughs> uh, take a break and we'll be right back. Um, 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 um
We just watched 109 minutes of a classic Alfred Hitchcock film, Psycho. And it was real good. Okay. Oh, there, there we go. There it is. I'm looking for a little, little that chase judgment. <laughs> I agree. This movie came out in 1960. Yay. Cheat your Beth. Beth. Who sort of remembered <laughs> half nailed it? I kind of looked it. it up earlier this week, accidentally, <laughs> but then, still couldn't remember. Yep. <laughs> Was closest, I guess. She got the ones digit right. What? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. Well, all for you, all, for all <laughs> Whatever. you math nerds oh, out there. Wait. Yeah. Before we get to that, Beth, did you click the record button or push the oh, space great button? I pushed the record button. Ah. Oh. So like mouse over. Yep. Hit the button. Click. Yep. Cool. Wow. Great. Nailed All it. you cool. record heads out there. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> and it needed to be highlighted. Highlighted. What? Yeah. Selected. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Hovered over. Hovered. Clicked. Hovered. Clicked. Does the cursor Click change bait. when you hover over it? <laughs> Clickbait. Mm. <laughs> Clickbait motel. Ah, uh, uh, boom that's done. Happen. God damn it. <laughs> uh, okay, let's run down Molly's predicts. Yep. One, okay. Janet Lee is in this movie. Yes. Nailed mm-hmm. it. Nailed it. Uh, Bates motel, and there's a car breakdown. No. no. I mean, the car breaks down in a swamp later. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, stabbed in... The shower. Yeah, that's not what I wrote, but... What, you what did you write? Stabbed in... It looks like stabbed in minor. I think it says shower. Shower? It says shower. Stabbed like in... Like the S is sideways, and it kind of looks like an H is like real low. Yeah. Anyway, you probably said stabbed in shower. Oh, and then there's re-re-re music. Yeah. re 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 that's true. Nailed it. He is his mother. Nailed yeah. It. Yeah. As that psychiatrist at the end Ugh. made very clear oh, 17 times. He explained that for way too long. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, we get it. Jeez. Uh. I was wondering what well, we'll talk about later. Uh, and then lastly, he turns around in a chair. Yep. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. As far as we know. I don't know if you watched that part. <clears throat> yeah, or you not. seem to be covering your but face. But he doesn't pretty... turn around in the chair. Well, there's a turn there's a chair turn around. Yeah. Yeah. A skeleton turns or a big around. Reveal turn it, around. it is turned around. Yeah. yeah. By yeah. And you sister. know what though? I think in my mind I had pictured that it was him in the wig, yeah. not the corpse. So I think I got that wrong. Scene. Yeah. So. Yeah. Doing like a James Bourne style reveal of a <laughs> of a villain. Yes. Uh, great. That was the movie. Well, great. Yeah. Okay. Good podcast. Well, great. And good podcast. We are and... done. Uh, this movie's great. Yeah. It's got a lot of good shots. I feel like that's not oh. something that I pay attention to, or maybe they're not as good, or mm. maybe Hitchcock's just distinct. But like, there's a lot of like, oh, good shot. Like we were saying that a lot. That's yeah. a good shot. Yeah, he has a lot of stuff that you don't... <laughs> he had one specific shot that I've never seen before, but he has a lot of stuff that you don't see very often, I think. Mm-hmm. He really, like, thinks about placement yeah. and, like... And I think now when you're like, ooh, that's a beautiful shot, it's because most of it is, like, CGI'd and, like, mm-hmm. made to be beautiful mm-hmm. rather than, like, here are the items we have in a room and people and shadow and, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's very... Like, you can kind of tell why he was as lauded as he is because he seemed to really be able to use the limited resources that he had to create interesting imagery yeah oh yeah well and it's funny because i think about usually if i'm watching a movie and i notice the shot i feel like if i'm noticing the shot then it's 
not a great sign. It's like noticing the script. Or mm-hmm. noticing the like weird angle choices in a Batman yeah, movie, for example. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, or even, you know, Steven Spielberg likes to do the wink and the nod with like the objects in the mirror closer than they may appear. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, there's some of that that feels really clever. All of this felt... Um, and I feel like a real dum-dum trying to talk about Alfred Hitchcock movies. Uh, but I felt like all those choices were really emotionally resonant. And I love that the first thing you do is that you're sort of a voyeur and you're peeking out from under um, the shades into this personal couple space, mm-hmm. right? So you start out and you uh, zo- you start out with the side of a building and you zoom in and you get to see this couple very exposed. Yeah. It mm-hmm. feels very voyeuristic, yeah. which is foreshadowing. For the voyeurism that happens ah. later. Indeed. Um, yeah, no, it's, it was all like really cool shots. And there were only a couple that I was like, is, that seems just kind of cool for cool sake, but I don't mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. can we talk about that one? With the the undershot of his chin? Yeah. yeah. There's like a point where Norman Bates is, uh, the there's a private eye that comes to the motel. Arbo, and asks, Arbo Ga- what was his name? Arbo Gas. Arbo Gas. <laughs> Um, and he asked to see the, um, like the guest book, mm-hmm. the register register. I couldn't remember what that was called. So I went with guest book, <laughs> the register and Norman Bates is eating a bag of candy. And there's a shot where he leans over to look at the register as the, uh, private eye is also looking at it but it's just like a shot underneath his chin yeah for but, like a long time and while it's like chewing horizontal yeah but it's not it's below him but it's not right below him yeah it's you know what I mean? like a bird thing i don't know oh, or like you're watching like him swallow or something yeah, yeah. like the bird swallow oh. Wow. Oh. the bird named swallow yeah oh i just wrote your thesis for you Great. you're welcome okay I mean, that could be. Yeah. I mean, it, that shot was weird. It was weird, but it, like, I don't know. Like, that seemed like it was too odd of an angle for it not to be like a deliberate choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So and it, it almost. been like, he's got a little too far. Like, reel it in yeah. a little Hitchcock. I mean, it might have been like, <laughs> if you think about, if you think about seeing this in the movie theater, uh, it might have just been like. He just wanted to make you unsettled by Norman again. So it's just like, what if his entire neck took up 90% of the screen for like a long time? Well, it does make him almost, you never look at anyone from that angle. So it almost makes him look like inhuman. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I hear it. There are like a lot of the shots are so close up on people's faces, like in the theater, like that must have been insane. Yeah. Well, can you imagine, like, yeah, can you imagine seeing this back when it came out in the theater and, like, it cuts to, it's like, you know, when you, it pans over to the drain where all the blood is flowing down and then just, like, fades into Janet Leigh's, like, gigantic eyeball. Yeah. Yeah. It's so unsettling. There's a couple of giant so eyeball good. shots. Mm-hmm. The other one that's really good is when uh, Norman Bates is creeping through the hotel hole yeah <laughs> um and there's just like a side view shot of like his giant eye and yeah. the hole and that's the entire frame yeah it's really looks really fucking cool yeah. <laughs> good, good job al good stuff good job al oh yeah uh while we're still talking about cool shots i specifically noted there's a there's a point where uh miriam who's jan lee is like driving through the night and like she keeps having these like hypothetical conversations of her like of the other characters that she's interacted with going running through her head and like it gets darker and darker outside but the lighting never changes on her face mm-hmm. so like you're just 
it just like cons like every time it cuts back to her driving like her face like her terrified face is just more and more like the you know the object of your focus and like as it gets darker everything else just slowly fades away but the light never changes like right in front of her face it's very cool Yeah, you only see her relaxed and happy for the first three minutes of the film, yeah, right? Pretty much. And when she's with Samuel in that hotel room, yeah. which is very racy. It was. Yeah. It was racy. I mean, underpants. Right There's there. a lot of her in her underpants. Yeah, and a yeah. lot of Sam just like leaning out a window, half naked. Yeah, I was, he like kept going back to the window. I was thinking about that. I was like, would if this movie were made today, would she have just been naked? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. that was just, like, oh, as naked sure. as she could be in that point in time. Yes. And yeah. Sam would have been, like, at one point when Sam was leaning out the window, like, you would see his, like, perfectly toned buttocks. <laughs> yeah. And that pelvic bone. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's better with them clothed. Yeah. I mean, if I were directing a movie, mm-hmm. I don't know. I yeah. just feel like it's less, like, it. it is, like, more like... It shows that intimacy that they have, yeah. but at the same time, it doesn't take away necessarily from. It's not like distracting, like right. ah, yeah. put some clothes on. <laughs> I appreciate that the way that Sam was shot when he was leaning out that window, it's implied that he is basically just hanging brain out to <laughs> anyone walking the streets of Phoenix, Arizona, because he just got his dress shirt on. Yeah. And they make a joke out of it when she leaves. She like looks down. It's like you have to put your socks shoes. on or shoes or whatever shoes it was. On. And he's clearly still naked from the waist yeah, down. And keeps going back to the window. <laughs> like he went back to that window like four times. You gotta air it out. Yeah. Air it out. <laughs> Furious hotel lovemaking. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. He's gotta go back to work. Yeah, you gotta air that stuff out before you go back to work. Oh, yeah. Boy. I mean, obviously this is a classic film, but it is bothersome to me that her killing is so sexualized and such a, like, she's naked and it's very uh, intimate and intense. Mm -hmm. And the only other murder that happens to happen during this is the killing of the private detective. Mm -hmm. And he just gets clonked on the head with something heavy. He gets stabbed. Fully suited. in the face. Yeah, Yeah. I think hers, I don't know. To me, I mean, there's clearly the part where he's, like, looking in at her, but I almost never feel like he's... I mean, he's looking at her because... Did you not listen to the psychologist uh, at the end? He's attracted to her, (laughs) right? But I I do feel like it is more like she's so vulnerable Mm -hmm. in that state. I guess so. I know. I guess I just... I feel like so much of movie making continues to be, though, about women who are both being victims of a crime and who are sexy about doing it, right? Like, crime against women is sexy in a way that crime against men is uh, horrific, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I I don't know, like, I mean, obviously, uh, this film is from 1960, but it's, we're well into the 2000s, right? (laughs) Pretty far in. Yeah. It doesn't feel like that's changed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and it might be like, I think what you're saying is, it hasn't changed, and it's like obviously since this movie happened in the, in 1960, and it's like this like the, one of the most famous murder scenes in all of film. Yeah. Like maybe think of something else yeah. than like yeah. killing a naked lady, right? In yeah. 2017, it's, yeah, it's been done. It's been done. We've like knife to naked lady. It, it was done really well over 40 years ago. It's true. What there were like 70 different shots, and it was shot over three days. That three minutes. Oh, really? Yep. Jeez. I mean, I did a web search. Sure. Oh, also, uh, I am uh, happy to let 
the listening public know that that is a false rumor about the cold water on oh. Janet Lee to get a reaction. That's good. So she just nailed She's it. She's just a great actor. She's a great actor, and Hitchcock was not man- manipulative. And apparently there's this other rumor out there that he didn't tell her her character was going to die. Oh. Yeah, but that's not true, because I would assume it's in the script. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you would shoot that scene not knowing. We're just going to do three days and 70 angles of you showering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, here's some chocolate sauce. Don't worry about it. Oh. You guys, so can I just say one thing about the shower scene also? Yes. Is that there is a very slight amount of blood. The chocolate syrup, yeah. you're correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's very slight amount of blood, and they show, they spend, like, a lot of time with Norman Bates cleaning up yeah. the crime scene. Yeah, a lot of like time. a long time. Yeah. Like, maybe too long. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly was thinking, like, this is boring. It's like, oh, maybe it's Artie? And yeah. I couldn't, I for real couldn't decide whether it was a great scene or a terrible scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, I How thought long? it was great because okay. it made it real, right? Yeah. That he's not just, like, you're not cutting to something else. Like, his uh, tidying up of it was so specific. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, tr- trigger warning for anyone who cares a lot about pets or is worried about gunshots. Um, fast forward for two minutes. Um, my friend's dog got shot in the head oh. during a home invasion, oh. uh, which was horrifying, absolutely horrifying. Um, and so they came home to the situation on their back porch. Um, and the police, they'll do some things, but they won't do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of them is they weren't going to take it to forensics or anything. But if we could... Um, take the dog into the vet and get the bullet removed. They could use it as evidence if something else happened in the city. Anyway. Was they not um, going to do that? What? They won't do that? The police won't do that? Yeah. No. It's bullshit. Yeah, right? Um, So anyway, so me and uh, uh, two other really close friends uh, came over, and uh, we were like, we'll take care of it. And so... Uh, and you know how I feel about animals on screen getting harmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was like uh, really gruesome. Um, but you know, like, I don't know. I think if you're doing it in the service to your friend, it's very uh, easy to do in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were, were I, like, I couldn't take off the dog's collar. Like, I couldn't bring myself to do that. But I found myself able to clean up like blood and brains and stuff mm-hmm. off the floor. And as I was cleaning, I was like, uh, note to self, do not ever try to commit a crime because you, the, all those places where there's grout mm-hmm. and any little divot in any of the tile, blood does not easily come up. So, like, there's you can't just get an old mop <laughs> and, like, mop up and it wash like down. like a white towel and yeah. that's fine. Yeah. yeah, like, and as, yeah, you, you really can't get to all of that. So I encourage... First of all, keep your pets safe, and uh, and I hope nobody ever encounters that. But also, please don't commit a crime. And if you do, don't expect to get away with it. Because, holy shit, it is really hard to clean up after that stuff. Yeah. 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 Also, just, like, because it's horrible to do. Yeah. 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 Don't totally. break into people's houses or yeah. kill their dogs. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Or just, like, in, in any way... Per- perpetuate that sort of violence yep, that would yep. allow blood to seep into anything. Oh. Tilt's recall PSA. Yeah, yep. yeah, it's true. Uh, there is a follow-up. Okay. Yeah. It turns out that uh, the people, the suspects in that situation uh, were shot as part of a home invasion. Wait. So, they what? They another home and got shot? Yeah. 
They oh. done a string of crimes. It was oh. four people. They were doing the invading. They were doing oh, the whole yeah. invading. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I and took it the other way shot. too. Yeah. Yeah. I, got yeah. Yeah. I was terrible? like, I was like, wow, no. dramatic irony. <laughs> <laughs> And McGruff no. came for that. Oh, no, wow. it's so dark. It's but dark um, anyway, bit. yeah, so they were, um, some of them were critically shot, and, and I think one of them survived but went to jail. Jeez. So wow. that bullet became evidence in huh. that other crime. That's crazy. It's wild. Yeah. It is wild. Uh, so do you think there was... <laughs> So well, like dark. the way no, the way you started this, though, like you, I sounded like you were saying there wasn't enough blood, right? Is that what you're saying? Oh, for this, uh, for this murder scene, yeah. there's not. I mean, in my mind, yeah. I mean, she got stabbed multiple times. She got yeah, stabbed I mean, multiple. For sure, the wall should have any blood. Yeah, like it. when she she like kind of drags herself down against the wall, and it's. Spotless. Yeah, it's clean. I'm not really sure actually what he was cleaning up at all. (laughs) So my question is, because then I, because that's what I think, because you were saying, like, the fact that the cleanup takes so long is sort of what makes it convincing. Like, I almost wonder if that was, like, that was a specifically, like, mandated limitation. You know what I mean? Like, maybe the producers or the studio is like, you can't show, like, you can't have blood splattered everywhere. Like, we'll never be able to show this to anybody. That I believe. That makes it, well, and also... I mean, the other part of me was like, well, if this were, if Norman Bates is trying to adopt the character of his mom, his mom is clearly a tidy person. Mm-hmm. I can imagine him being strategic and not creating a lot of blood. Yeah, right? or just not as, not being as forceful in his stabbing either. If she's a yeah. frail old lady, maybe he's like pulling his punches oh, a little bit. God. I mean, he specifically, it's like clear that it's going to happen in the bathroom, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when he's showing her around the room, he goes like, and in there, yeah. like he doesn't, he can't even say the word bathroom, and like that part to me was so perfect because it's like he's done it before. Like yeah. that is where he kills people yeah. in that shower because the water's already running and oh. it makes it easier to clean up. Right, but yeah. you think he's just like a weird prude at first. Yeah, like if you haven't seen the movie, you're just like, oh, he's just like a guy who can't conceive, like he can't verbally conceive of a woman using the bathroom because yeah. that's weird to him. He's so awkward. And he's like so awkward. Yeah. And he's so good. <laughs> he is so he's really good. good. Yeah. Holy shit. Like from scene one of him. Yeah. Just like this dude oh, gets all your attention. Creep supreme. Yeah. And you he's just creep feel, supreme. I like I don't think he's that creepy at first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like so sweet. It's just at uncomfortable. First. And he's like a good looking guy mm-hmm. and like is like, oh yeah, here's your room, whatever. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then he, like, starts talking about his taxidermy, yeah. and that's where it all but goes But even downhill. at the beginning, though, yeah. like, I feel like even in the first, when he's first introduced, like, he did such a good job of just being, like, just slightly off with his social cues. Like, yeah. the way he interacted with her, like, he just, everything was, like, a little delayed, or, like, mm-hmm. just a little, I don't know, just off-kilter. Yeah, and you forgive so much, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, well, this guy is just, just a, a little... awkward uh, just a, loner. It's yeah. very easy to, yeah... Ooh, that I have to say that scene um, in the parlor. So yeah. he insists on bringing Oof. her. Uh, what is it? Sandwiches, sandwiches and milk, yep. which I like, <laughs> felt ill about. Yeah. Just like yeah, I don't had know. a visceral reaction yeah. to it. And then it didn't help that when he brought it, it was like literally a gallon of milk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so much milk. The sandwich was like in like a saran wrap. Yeah. Like, Oh, wax paper. Yeah. yeah. Which there's also a wax paper sandwich at, at the, the beginning. beginning. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So I assume sandwich means sex. 
Ah. And then also that creepy ass dude that has the forty thousand dollars to begin with. Oh, I wrote that. Skeevy cowboy. I wrote that down. cowboy walks in and says it's as hot as fresh milk in here. Which I don't know if that's a normal expression. I love skeevy cowboy so much. God, what a creep! So creepy. And he was wearing like a eighteen gallon hat or something. Like it was just so much higher on the like. His, the top of his head clearly ended, and then his hat continued for at least another four to five inches. He's, yes. <laughs> he says the most horrific things <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, what's her name, Marion? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And it cuts to her co-worker. Oh, so oh. good. Which is, like, my favorite moment yeah. in the entire movie, because she's just like, <gasps> what's happening? Yeah. And then he walks in. He walks into the other room with her boss and closes the door and she goes, he was flirting with you. (laughs) Like, duh. Yeah, and then she was like, he must have seen my wedding ring. Yeah, Uh, it's not flirting. He's just like harassing her. Yeah, Yeah. well, it's so funny. I was just like, it was immediate too. Like he like just started, he just like went over and like sat on her desk. Yeah, he like puts his hand too far onto her desk. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a weird, just like now your space is mine power move. Yeah, very much so. And Ugh. he really wants her to look at a picture of his daughter. Yeah. He keeps calling his baby. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She's 18 years old. Yeah. She's and, a grown adult. And getting married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gross. And he's giving her this house, paying with cash. Like, everything about it was so slimy and disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I guess, you know, helps in her mind to justify taking money from the right. slimy, disgusting guy. Yeah. She's not taking yeah. it from an orphanage or something. Right. It's not like a nun comes in and just like, oh, we're buying a new church building to help the orphans get to school. But then the nun still sits on her desk and gets way too in her face about it. Would you like a sandwich and some pot? She was flirting with you. When were you last to confession, my dear? You were having sex in a hotel room earlier. I can sense it. You smell like a sandwich. Uh, yeah, I loved, uh, Skeevy Cowboy. I loved Caroline, or Carolyn, the secretary lady. Yeah. Well, that's the oh, she did have a name. She did have a name. Uh, did they speak to each other? They did about the they money. Did. They did, but here's my question for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I looked into this because we were desperately trying to figure out if this movie passed the Bechdel Laws test. Mm-hmm. She is named only in Marion's, like, paranoid hypothetical conversations later in the movie. Mm-hmm. That's real, though. Does yep. that count? Yep. Yeah. She's a right. movie, character. The movie named her. Yeah. Because right. they talk about my favorite thing, which is... Pills? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Other secretary, uh, administrative assistant, offers offers her a tranquilizer for a headache that her mother gave her on her wedding night. That's right. Mm-hmm. Which is wild. Yeah. What is that? Like, you're going to have sex the first time and it's going to be a bummer for you? Take some tranquilizers? Probably. Is that that line of thinking? That's my understanding, yeah. Yeah. Too bad. Yeah. That is too bad. <laughs> I, I am sorry, women of the 60s and... Today. Today. All, all time. All time. All, all time. <laughs> Men are the worst. Oh, boy. Here's the grossest cowboy you've ever seen yeah. creeping on you. Now I'm going to tell you how I have to take tranquilizers on my wedding night. Yeah. And that's a normal thing I in my life. I feel yeah. like with skeevy cowboy character, like, all I could think was, like, there is probably at least... I'm going to say at least 25% of 20-somethings working on Wall Street to this day are exactly like Skeevy Cowboy. Oh, <laughs> for sure. He's the wolf of Wall Street. But the cowboy. Yeah. And in Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> the cowboy of Phoenix. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's oh, his name. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Pistol of Phoenix? It doesn't matter. Anyway, she steals 40 grand from him because she's a badass. Yeah, she's and she a... wants to get her lover, Sam Loomis, out of debt so they can get married. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But she's such a bad crime she's Oh, she's so bad at criming. Everyone's bad at everything in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's That's her true. first time criming. Yeah. Yeah. She's So she's not going to be great at it. <laughs> There's, uh, so as she's driving away... There's a whole series of scenes where she's being followed by this cop, oh, essentially. Yeah. She, she pulls off the side of the road to go to bed because she's getting too sleepy. And she wakes up and there's a cop leaning in her window. And that shot is amazing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. His face takes up the entire screen. And, like, yeah. the lighting was so, like, the uh, the lighting was so cool because any scene that he was in, his glasses were the darkest thing on screen. Yeah. No matter what. Like, the entire time he was in the movie... His glasses were crazy dark. I almost wonder if they painted them and that actor couldn't see. <laughs> I would believe that. Yeah. But she is just like, she could not be more suspicious. Oh, it's amazing. Like, mm-hmm. everything she says is suspicious. The first thing she does is try to drive away from yes. the cop. <laughs> knocking on her window, she starts the engine. <laughs> She's like, oh, 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 and just starts driving away. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Although you believe that she and her sister have the same kind of... Um, like life or world frame mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because she is i think she's pretty sassy with that cop yeah. where she's not she's I just mean, nervous she's she's nervous but she's also like i don't care to be here anymore mm-hmm. do you have any you know reason to keep me yeah yeah and yeah and she kind of calls him on his shit but he you know clearly she can't stop him from following her right yeah and then she um in front of a cop uh sells her car for a new car <laughs> yeah. which that completely defeats the point of... <laughs> like getting away from him? Yeah, of getting... Like, he's standing across the street the entire time. Like, super also, obviously. that shot I thought was incredible. Mm-hmm. Just, like, every time they cut to him, it's like his car's parked on the side of the road and he's just leaning against the car and traffic is going by in front of him. But it is, like, so intimidating. Mm-hmm. Him just standing there, I thought, I was like, that's a great shot. Can we jump back to the, uh, the side of the side of the road stop for one second and discuss mm-hmm. her incredible spy move where she turned <laughs> deliberately turned away from the police officer and very deliberately took the yeah. wad of money out of her purse <laughs> so that she could get her license yeah there wasn't anything suspicious about no that. not at all like i certainly if i were a police officer i would never be suspicious of a driver who very clearly turned their back to me and then rifled through their bag <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, and as she was leaving the car lot where she had traded in her car and had done no negotiations and was just in a hurry, even mm-hmm. if she had just, anyway, it doesn't matter, uh, does no negotiations, is trying to get out of there. She tries to drive away without her suitcase and coat, yes. which are in her old car. <laughs> and she does that in front of everyone. And then as she drives away, there's like the three men all stand kind of at this amazing angle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, man. There's just, it's I don't cool. know, patriarchy? Sure. Yeah. Can we talk about one of those three men right oh, now? Oh, yes. Please, California Charlie. California Charlie. Oh, the, car, the car dealer. Cars. The oh, car dealer who has the weirdest, like, sales method I've ever seen. Like, he literally walks out, gives the longest, like, the most long-winded opening salvo I've ever heard, which is like, oh, you're, you're going to be trouble. You know, the first, they always say the... First customer is always trouble, but I I don't believe that you're trouble. Like he just keeps going. Like yeah. it's just like buddy. He kind of just one and done. He's like negging her and yes. then immediately undercuts himself. Yeah. Yes. On it. 
Yeah, it's wild. Oh, it's great. I bet he sells cars like hotcakes. Like, <laughs> and I love how he, I mean, this might just be because he kind of talked like Ben Crosby. Like, I kept thinking he was just going to, like, break the song. <laughs> well, he did have a bow tie. Right? Like a barbershop. Yeah, singer. he had a bow tie. He had a wonderful baritone voice. And just, like, kept going off on these weird tangents for no reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Charlie. I mean, and every time when he was insisting she take it for a test drive, because yeah. he didn't want her to say anything bad about California, California Charlie. Um, that's where I honestly thought that was going to be the plot twist is that she took the car without pre-driving it or taking oh, it a test like, drive and it was oh, going to break down uh, at the Batesman's uh, Maybe that was in an earlier draft, but probably not. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, he's a trustworthy fellow. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. California Charlie. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I get it. All of California <laughs> has bestowed upon him. <laughs> he got there first in the nickname pool. Yeah. And he got to draw this whole state. Okay, so when they're in the parlor, when Norman and Marion are talking in the parlor, uh, uh, we kind of touched on it, but I feel like we should explore that a little more because yeah. it was Creep Supreme. Like, that was when, like, he just completely lost any pretense of being just a weird guy. Like, he clearly became, like, threatening in that scene. Yeah, and there's this beautiful, really, like, low shot with, like, creepy owl taxidermy mm-hmm. in the yes. background. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's a, like a long, sustained monologue of him sliding into being creepy and mm-hmm. aggressive. Mm-hmm. And his, I don't know, his his language is so... It, it dances around. It's very controlling. Yeah. Like, he's always sort of backpedaling a little bit, but then showing that he, like, is also a threat mm-hmm. and then is nice again. It, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just felt, like, very realistic of a creepy dude yeah. who, who was manipulating the situation totally. super well. Yeah. Like, there's a great moment where uh, she's like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. Or it's like, oh, you don't want to spend a little more time and talk to her? And then she, like, starts to give an excuse, and then he just, like, puts his hand up, like, it's fine. Yeah. And then just his weird little smile. Yeah. Yeah. He said, I wrote down one of the weird things he said at one point when he was just talking about how, like, people suck. Basically, mm-hmm. like, like once she said something about, like, putting his mother in the madhouse or whatever, like, yeah. he's kind of immediately turned. Somewhere. Yeah. She says somewhere. Someplace, yeah. Someplace, but at one point, yeah. he said something about how people cluck their thick tongues. And oh, I was like, that yeah. is the grossest sentence I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that gave me, like, the chills. Yeah. <laughs> just like, ugh. Yeah. He also, I think it was in that monologue where he says... The famous line, we all go a little mad sometimes, mm-hmm. right? And then Molly immediately said, okay, I'm out. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> covered her face and looked at her phone. Yeah. During a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. He also says in that one, uh, forgot it. Oh, I wrote down, a Mother, boy, a uh, boy yeah. is a poor substitute for a lover. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Yes. That was awful. Uh. Uh, a mother is a boy's best friend. Uh, or a yeah. boy. Something like that. Um, something, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah, because she asked if he has any friends. Yeah. Ooh, there's and a, a yeah. mother is a there's boy's best friend. There's a lot going on friend. in that scene. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. Like that. that dude crushes so hard. So hard. It was really great. Did, was there no lock on that fucking door? Which one? That room number one door must have never been locked, even though he gives her a key. Yeah. Like, he doesn't well, lock I, it I when mean, it's empty. I think there are two keys hanging on the hooks. Yeah. Oh, he gross. We so just gives her one? Yeah. Yeah. But also the window's open. Can't we just all ask for every key? Well, and I'd also like the master key, please. <laughs> I mean, I'd like that's... every single plastic key that you have. Right. <laughs> it's pretty standard hotel business. To have a key to the, the hotel people can get into any room. Right. Uh, like, you know that, right? About uh, have you never realized that? Uh, <laughs> that's why you have that little, like, thing? metal one that you can close. Uh, yeah. I don't think I'm not that's testing not... every mirror from here on out. Sure. Well, make sure every... Uh, Bird, bird painting photo. is also not a pe- oh, peephole or whatever. Well, it's a, the peephole's across from the bird paintings. Oh, right. It's 
It's probably just in the wall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you figure those out. I mean, if they're really cheaply done, then you turn off all the lights and you see a pinhole of light coming through. Right. But if they're doing a good job, they got a little slider thing over. Ooh. And then you can't tell. A slider thing over? Like to make it so it's dark when they're not looking yeah. through it? Yeah. Just uh... like a little... I don't know, it's in some other movie. And if they're, they're really good at it, they replace the eyes of a painting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So really what you should be doing is making eye contact with paintings as you walk by yeah. and to see if they follow you. Yeah. As you I get like it. flipping the finger at them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of Molly having hilarious reactions <laughs> to the horrors of Norman Bates, there was this incredible moment where Norman, or I guess Norman as mother, had killed Marion. And the scene that she was talking about earlier that you really liked, where he's like cleaning up and they're making this very, he's taking this very deliberate choice of like cleaning up everything. Mm. Like, you know, we're basically watching a man like make a woman disappear. Yeah. And then only when he pulls the car up and opens the (laughs) trunk do we get a verbal reaction of Molly where she goes, ugh, too spacious. Like, it seemed like the trunk disturbed you more than anything else in that scene. There's 60s American opulence. (laughs) They'll drive tiny electric cars. Don't they know that the planet is warming up? And we're driving these boats everywhere. I think, honestly, that speaks to my hope, like, against hope that there would be some obstacle to his plan. Oh, sure. And so when he pops that trunk and he's got all the space in the world. Like, he literally could fit... Her, all of her luggage, and probably another set of luggage if I mean, he wanted to. I was to. like, oh, this is how people snuck into drive-ins. Right? Like, you could get four people yeah. in there. Ugh. Anyway, so I think that was just my, I was holding out hope that there would be some kind of obstacle. And then like, would she come oh, back no. to life? No, I don't Or be like, know. Weekend at Bernie's. Like, everything was just so easy for him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was a really easy thing, and I didn't want it to be. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was easy... I think it was in that situation. It's so easy because it shows he's done it before. Because mm-hmm. I bet the first time he did it, not so easy. Yeah, just like her committing crime. Right. Not yeah. So easy. Yeah. First like time. he, the first time he did it, probably the next guest that came over, he's like, "What? I don't know anything about a swamp. There's no cars there." <laughs> <laughs> and they just peeled out. <laughs> uh, Speaking of first-time crimers, yes, we bet that or someone did, that the man would make the woman a reluctant crimer. Mm. No. No. She's no. a strong, independent first-time crimer. Yeah. yeah. He didn't even know about it. Yeah. That's right. He's kind of a dud. Yeah. Samuel Loomis or whatever. Sam Loomis, yeah. I mean, he's fine. He does a good job, but he's kind of just like, at one point, uh, the sister, who is great. She's, she's great. a real brassy broad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of the Chessy style. Yeah. yeah. Here Miles. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, asked him, like, well... Did you say, what should I do? Or, oh, or what no, should no. I do? He's, uh, yeah, so at do? this point, the private investigator called them and was like, I'll be back in an hour. Or less. Like, he made it very, <laughs> there was a pause and he said, or less. And then the sister said, he said an hour or less, like 18 times. Yeah. And then they were like, all right, well, we'll go ourselves. <laughs> yeah. And Sam is like, I'll go. And then she says, why can't I go with you? And as he's putting on his coat, he just is like, I don't know. <laughs> and that's the argument. Like, that's it. It was amazing. It's like they distilled all of like patriarchal bullshit in one scene. It's just like, why can't I do this with you? I don't know. And then he just goes and does it anyways. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Oh man. But then look, he he fucks it up when he goes alone. He's like, Oh, there's some lady telling me I can't come in the house and I came back. And it wasn't yeah. until Sassy Sisters like, That's dumb. We need to keep yeah, investigating. We need to go this. back. Well, first thing, okay, we should talk about Abergast. Abergast. <laughs> 
Abrogast, who has the best lean in the movie. Yeah, oh, I mean, I didn't lean. realize this movie was going to be about men leaning. <laughs> like, I didn't realize there was going to be, like, I could write a thesis on men leaning, but we need to talk about men leaning. Yeah. <laughs> Abrogast comes into the hardware store where, where Sam works. Sam works. Yeah. And he just, like, oh, arms crossed and does, like... <laughs> Probably like twenty plus degree lean onto the counter. Amazing. And he's leaning into something, which makes me think that he he did the lean, and he's like, just keep doing it. Yeah, like, <laughs> just jabbing into my back, but did, you know what? Stay cool. Yeah, Stay cool. Like it looks, it looks like he like a cat like trying to play it cool, like when they fuck up, where like he doesn't realize the counter is so low behind him, because yeah. like it does. It seriously just looks like. No one should have, like, when you, I just feel like when you look at the angle he's at, no one in their right mind would have seen that counter compared to their own body height and be like, yeah, I can lean on this. Yeah. But he owns it. It's he incredible. does. He owns that lean. He really does. Yeah. And then we get some more good leaning uh, at the end. Yeah. Well, we even, Beth mentioned the cop lean. Like, oh, even that was good. Lean. Like, just the little yeah. lean on the car. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good um, lean. Yeah. So many good leans. <laughs> Oh, Abro Gast. Abro, Abro, Abro. I don't know. I just want to talk about his lean. <laughs> oh, he was the he was the uh, the victim of the scare scare case. Oh my god, about. the scare case was the scariest part of this movie for me. <laughs> like my back just rippled with tension uh-huh. when the it's a bird's eye view shot, and then oh, mother scary. comes running out yeah. like super quick. Yeah. With like hardcore violins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And stabs him in the face, and then he falls down, and they do that weird not falling fall thing that looks yeah. a little cheesy now but yeah how did they do cool that thing. i don't know what's the setup some kind there? of they pull the camera angle thingy. back yeah. while something else is zooming in okay like they move the camera physically forward while zooming the lens back something like that oh, yeah. okay yeah and like the, when they did that like it was it was even cool when they did the reverse of that where he was going up the stairs and they did like a weird thing where like it was this very unsettling yeah. like distant scenes <laughs> of the floor yeah but I don't know that scene really got me and I yeah. wouldn't if someone was like a top down shot of people is gonna freak you out I wouldn't believe them yeah <laughs> but this did it it's it's good I also was freaked out by that mostly because I forgot that it happened I yes. told I did give really <laughs> a false sense of security when I said no one else dies in this movie yeah, that was a very lie very confidently told us yeah it's like no she just dies and then they come in and yeah. whatever and no, then like less another... than a minute later mother comes screaming out of that door and stabs him in the face oh my gosh the blood yeah, yeah running down his face mm-hmm. Ooh, it's terrifying it's great it is yeah, this movie was really good at creating tension out of not a lot. Yeah, Mother's Room was creepy Ooh. AF. Yeah. yeah, just like the things she had in there were weird. The whole, yeah, the whole thing where the sister's exploring the house at the end was so unsettling. What were those praying hands? Oh, what was that? That was, that was real weird. I think up. it was like a like a jewelry box, but that was oh. on the top of the jewelry uh, box. Yeah. Oh. It was just like it was a like sculpture of two, two disembodied hands. Hand. Yeah. Ugh. It was really gross. <laughs> Man. And like the closet, all the clothes in the closet to me looked like they were just like so old mm. and like had been sitting there for so long mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and the oh the bed yeah the bed had a, like a like a depression in it of like how the body had been laying there for god knows how long oh gosh mm-hmm. yeah it's gross and then his room was still like the room of a small child yeah and he just like slept on a cot in the corner what do you think was at, at the end of that scene when she's exploring the room she picks up a book and she looks at it yeah, and I don't they, know. And that she's was like weird. shocked by it, but they never like say Is what. That his journal? 
Oh, maybe. I, don't know. I thought I don't it know. must have been his journal. But I think there was also something disturbing about that book because it didn't have a title on it and you couldn't tell because there was it? just like a filigree yeah. little thing um, at the at either end of the spine. And so as she flipped it, there was just something unsettling about not knowing which way the book was up. Right. Mm. And I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah, like, she picks it up like she's never seen a book before. <laughs> like, it's like, what is this strange object? My, my first thought was like she was going to look for money inside. Uh-huh. Like it was going to be carved out, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe back in 1960, that was something like everyone's like, oh, one of those creep books. <laughs> <laughs> no title creep book. <laughs> I mean, it was just like that throat scene. It was just yeah, like maybe. meant to make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just throw yeah, some weird emphasizing shit Emphasizing something, yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. <clears throat> Most of, I'd say, the movie. Yeah, like, there was definitely, uh, like, for the second half of that movie, like, there was definitely a pretty, like, constant sine wave of, like, whether or not you were putting your hands up on your face <laughs> and moaning. <laughs> <laughs> or just deep in your phone. Or just well, deep in that phone. Listen. That's to keep me from getting too nervous. <laughs> Molly, you and I bet there would be a creepy flashing vacancy sign. I don't think there was. No, well, it wasn't was... flashing. I will say it was creepy. Yeah. Oh, sure. That shot was really creepy. Mm-hmm. It's raining outside, and so the shot is through the windshield with, like, you, it's, like, kind of blurry and stuff from mm-hmm. the rain. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. dark. Yeah. So, hotel vacancy. I think that's a good that's a 12 good rooms, bit. 12 vacancy. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, Ooh creeps. Creep. We killed them all. Creepy. Um, I don't think there's any skull frame edited into the. At the very year. end. But you said in the. Uh, it's not in the shower, shower scene, scene no. I guess. No. It's more of like a dissolve over his face, right? Isn't that where it kind of was? Sort of. Yeah, it's yeah. like a layer. It's like yeah, layered yeah. on top of his face. Yeah. Kind of a mm-hmm. flash of a skull. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like. I mean, you would notice it, but... It was like his mother's face flashed with his face. That skull is so creepy. Yeah. And they turn her around and her eyes are all sunken in. Mm. Oh, and you remember he talked about the chemicals before for the taxidermy? Mm. Like, ooh. And then when he appears in the doorway, that's another... That was real scared me, too. Mm -hmm. When he, like, jumps in the doorway. But then Sam Loomis wrestles the knife from his hand, and there's, like, a a little over-the-top transformation i honestly think that was like it was like just in case the audience doesn't understand what's happening like we need the wig to fall off we need the dress to come undone so you see his dress shirt under it and yeah. then we need a psychologist to yeah. explain for like 10 yeah. minutes. minutes let's get into it yeah, let's do yeah. it because uh, i that guy started talking and literally said i hate this guy <laughs> but then by the end i was real on board <laughs> i love his, it the amount of times that his hands went in and out of his pockets and then he like just, leaned on stuff. Oh yeah, and great pointed, lean. Great point. Just like always moving. Yeah, he was. Always explaining the entire movie essentially. Yeah. And I, I did think like, is this the first time most people have uh, been exposed to the idea of multiple personalities in horror movies? Yes. It must have been. Because now it's like, a trope yeah. in everything. Because I was like, yeah, I get it. Like Within the first like 10 seconds of him talking, I was like, yeah, you don't need a whole monologue to explain what's happening. Yeah. I felt like watching that to me was like watching many seasons of Lost and then you finally get to one of those final episodes and what's his name, Jacob or whatever, sits down and just tells you everything. Yeah. And it's, it's the thing you thought you wanted, like the whole series. <laughs> and then when it actually happens, it's so boring and stupid sounding 
That's how I felt about this whole monologue. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> but he delivered it he with delivered it such Yeah, there was such panache to it. Okay, so while he's having his Columbo moment, yeah. and he's explaining all this, he is so ice cold. Oh, yeah. To the sister, very yes. insensitive. Like, she, she, her, she doesn't know if her sister is dead or alive. Yeah, and she, and she says, "Is my sister dead?" And he says, "Well, or did he kill my sister?" Well, yes. And no. Yeah. And then walks away from her and does another couple of points and leans. Yeah. I'm like, so like an asshole grad student. Oh, it really was. God. To the point where she even had to, I think, ask again. Yeah. And like... then she goes, so. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's not allowed to have any reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, which is so weird. Because, I mean, she's such a composed character and, like, a real ass kicker and a very cool character. Yeah. But she really loved her sister, right? Like, mm-hmm. all of this ferocity and courage comes out of this love. And, like, in that last scene, you kind of get robbed. Like, I don't think she has to emote or scream or anything. But I really didn't feel like... Like, talk about the crime not being about the victim at all. It mm-hmm. was all about Norman Bates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean... I mean, okay. I, mean I get it, but I mean... That, to me, was... It felt like robbery. Yeah, it was probably Hitchcock and all the other men who paid for this movie being like, well, a man has to explain at the end, or else the audience isn't going to get it. Well, and not even Mother got to explain for herself. Yeah. We didn't even get to hear her voice do it. We had this exceptionally long monologue from a dude to give us the information. And, like, I love how this actor, like, he knew this was his one scene, and he (laughs) fucking just went for it. Yeah. Yeah. He chews it hard. Yeah, Yeah. he does. And you can almost tell each moment where he was like, and in this line, right pocket. (laughs) (laughs) I got, yeah, I got obsessed with watching his hands go in and out of his pockets because it was, like, these very deliberate choices of, like, and now here's where I'll... Put my hand back in my pocket and point upwards while I explain <laughs> that he isn't actually a transvestite oh, in the traditional sense. Lean slightly on the wall, <laughs> both hands in pockets. Yeah. I wonder if you like diagrammed it out. Was like, what are all the possible combinations of hands in pockets, pointing and leaning? I love the idea of him. Yeah, I love the idea of him walking around his apartment the night before the shoot. It's like, okay, and then I put my hand yeah. in my right pocket. Oh, for sure he did that. Like, it looks choreographed. The hands in pockets. I love it. And a right point and a hand in pockets. <laughs> oh, I hope he has a little musical score. <laughs> like to keep it in, keep it in yeah, order. keep it on time. Yeah. Oh, I love it. God. But yeah. because the, the, the happy moment after all of this is we get two little things. We get one, an officer comes in and says something like, uh, basically, the suspect is a bit chilly. Mm. May I bring him this blanket? Yeah. And then uh, with that, you get to see my MVP. Oh, yeah. Door guy? Door, door guy. guy. Yes. yes. <laughs> I read that as well. Yeah, man. I mean, this actor does not have any lines, but he puts everything in a beautiful, subtle way, but he puts so much into this. Yeah. And there's certainly judgment about really you're going to give this guy a blanket. It's almost like an eye roll. Like, <laughs> yeah, you guys watch this whole movie? That's wacko. <laughs> like, to be clear, we're talking about the guy who stood guard at the door. At the door, but did right. not speak. Mm-hmm. And then he looked in and out of the room like 12 <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. loved him. Yeah, loved it was him. great. Because every time he looked in the room, there was a little bit of like his face, which he just was like, what the fuck's this guy's problem? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he was great. He was great. Door For guy. sure an MVP. Door guy was definitely an MVP. Oh, uh, boy. 
then we should oh, if we're talking about MVPs, the uh, chief of police for whatever small town. Oh, oh sheriff. Uh, yes, sheriff. sheriff. But also Charlie his wife. Something? His wife, yes. Uh, for sure. Also oh, Sheriff Chambers. Sheriff Chambers. And, his wife. and unnamed Chambers. wife. Unnamed wife. Literally, when they were like, we have to go to the, we have to go to the law enforcement. Literally, it cut to this guy. In his like, with his amazing eyebrows and his oddly printed robe, and both Dan and I just immediately went yes, <laughs> because we knew that this middle-aged, like this middle-aged actor, was going to bring something to the table. He's the one that pronounces Abrogat's name Abrogat. Abrogat. All right, what you, what are you? Sh- and I, and I just love how he was just so condescending the entire time, just like we'll just. Like, he was dismissive of private investigators. Yeah. Like, well, you should have brought it to the police <laughs> many days ago. Yeah. He probably took you off the scent so he could run off to find your sister and the money. Eyebrows, eyebrows, eyebrows. And then his wife would say something like, I knew him from church camp. <laughs> like, yeah. But that is, like, the pinnacle of his, like, I'm a shitty dude who... <laughs> And he finally acquiesces and like, okay, I'll call the hotel. He yeah. just like turns to his wife oh. and nods. And then she has to ring the phone yeah. and does like like 30 yeah. seconds of work. She's a just house secretary. Hand him the phone. Amazing. Oh. And it wasn't, yeah, like, it, it wasn't even like, oh, let me dial and hand it to you. Like she tells the operator to connect with Bates Motel. And it isn't until Norman is on the phone that yeah. she hands it over to I don't to think him. he knows how to use the phone. Do you think that's what it is? <laughs> I think he's incompetent. Maybe. Or he's like, it's the same thing with P.I. He's just like, you should just write a, write your thoughts down on paper and send them to the person you want to talk to instead of talking to some tube. Yeah. I mean, this movie is all about male incompetence, right? Yeah, true. Yeah. Like, uh, she, like, the sister has to convince everybody, like, hey, something's wrong yep. here. Mm-hmm. She, the... Uh, what's her face has to like get money to like pay mm. off her boyfriend's debt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Norman Bates can't even kill someone without pretending to be a woman. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, her boss seems all right. Sam seems... is kind of boring, but he seems to miss the point. Yeah. Her boss is all right. He like gets that creepy cowboy's a creep. But he's also he doesn't like, say anything about no, it. Doing about it. yeah, he's just like, well, this guy's giving me money, yeah. so I'll just yeah. let him harass my administrative assistants. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll go drinking with you. That's what we're doing later. And today. then he also, I mean, he sees her like driving out of the city, stealing yeah. money, and kind of just like looks around confused. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Wait a second, you're in a car? Well, she said she was going home. Yeah, she said she was going to like, oh, I'm, I feel ill. I'm going to lie down for the weekend. Oh, so that's, that's why true. he was confused. Okay. Sure. But he was also right, like a woman driver. <laughs> what is this? The future? <laughs> oh, and there's this very cool moment because uh, the purse she has at work is a white purse. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she puts the money um, in a white envelope in her white purse. And then when she gets home and you can tell she's decided to commit a crime, she swaps purses to a black purse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is probably why she had to hide it from the police officer. Later. Oh, is that yeah. a primer purse? Yeah. I'm sorry, man. What color is that purse? Uh, you can't see it. I'll block it with my body. All right. I won't do anything about that. No. I mean, as creepy as that cop is, like, he doesn't really do anything. No. Mm. He's not really a good cop. All he does is follow her around, and then she, like, clearly is, like, being very suspicious, and then he's just like, well, I'll let her go. I mean, to be fair, it is 1960. She's a white woman. Yeah. So he's probably just like, whatever. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk yeah. about the incredible privilege she that she cause? shows when she gets pulled over by that cop. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Like, She tries to drive away, 
all he does is slightly step in front of him below. Hey, please. Yeah. She turns away from him. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we bet that I just wrote all I wrote was condescend to women. <laughs> oh. I think one of the the male PI would condescend. I to women. thought I didn't realize that there was PI and Sam would do stuff. Yeah. So I conflated the two and assumed the PI would be the guy who's like, why can't I go along with you? I don't know. But it turned out that Sam was actually more condescending. The PI was actually mostly condescending to Sam. Yeah. yeah. Like he was pretty nice to the sister. That's true. Cause he suspected Sam. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. They both did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that lean was to intimidate Sam. It oh. was in no way to impress the sister. And it worked. Oh, she's it definitely worked. She's very cool. And then Chief was very condescending as well. To literally everyone. To everyone. And didn't you get the impression that in this movie, the undertones were, and look how single they are, these strong-willed women. I thought it did. Because maybe the story wouldn't work if they were married, right? Mm. Because then their buffoon husbands would get involved. Right. But you know what I mean? Like... She's been working there for 10 years. To me, the subtext of that is no woman at that time wanted to be working for 10 years. You mm. worked maybe four or five until you found a husband. Yeah, right? I mean, her entire I mean, her entire choice to become a crimer was an act of desperation so that she could get married yeah. to yeah. Sam. Because he was like, what, I, I, I'm going to get married? You can live in the storage unit that I sleep in together or whatever? Because oh, his whole then, thing was like, I'm still paying alimony to my ex-wife and we can't get married. What are you going to do? Lick yeah. the stamps? And she says, I would do that. Right. And then he, like a modern man, mm. is like, oh, no, she likes me too much. I'm going to ghost her on texts. Yep. Or, in this case, I'm going to go stand by the window and air my junk out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same oh. thing. Same thing. We should uh, open up the old segment bag okay. and do an episode of Did They Bang? Oh. Did they bang? Wait, who are we talking Did about? Did they bang, 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 bang. Uh, the sheriff and his wife? <laughs> 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 probably not, not for a long probably time. Not. Sam and uh, Meredith, what's her name, Marion? Marion. Are they banging? Jana Absolutely. Lee. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, they were underpants and he was clearly naked <laughs> under the... You don't think they just got to second base or nothing? Come on. Oh, come on. Oh, no, they were like getting dressed okay i thought you meant sam she and was her like, sister I, gotta, I have to go to work oh mm. i don't think they make no. it sam there was so much kissing in that first scene too. sam's a straight shooter if a little dumb yeah, yeah. he's not cheating on them I mean, he doesn't lean at all mm-hmm. yeah he does do okay now that i think about it though he does sort of <laughs> foreshadow men leaning because the first time that he gets <laughs> off of the bed he sits in the chair he has his dress shirt draped over his crotch and he kind of does this weird like well yeah. As in answer to one of her, like, you know, dumb lady questions. I'm putting that in air quotes. <laughs> so I guess he's, I don't know. All the men lean, except for Norman. Oh. Ah. He probably does some leaning. Yeah, he probably does. I don't he know. Does, I don't know. Like, he does a lot of, like, furtive. He does a weird like, he's so leg thing at one point. Oh, he What's really walks up? sassily up the stairs. Oh, yes, oh, when he's yes. going up the staircase, his hips are just in this... <laughs> Do you Very think he's like tight little... he's transforming into mother and he's oh, feeling yeah. his feminine body? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Hip, hip swing. Yeah, hip maybe. Swing. Yeah. Hand and pocket point. <laughs> <laughs> that actually might have been the point of that scene. Yeah. Now yeah. that I think about it. I mean, yep. that dude crushes. He really does. It was unbelievable. We bet about Alfred Hitchcock's cameo, yeah. and I think we were all wrong. Yes. He um, just is standing on the street. Yep. Yeah, he's and like he doing trips nothing. on a banana peel. No. 
<laughs> it happens right after it cuts. Oh, I feel like cut that part out. He could be Halen and Phelan. Yeah, cab. could be. I mean, he's just he is standing on the street, yeah. looking at the street for some reason. Yeah, probably looking for a cab. He right? might yeah. have a newspaper under his arm. We don't yeah. know. He's or probably a... shocked by seeing Creeper Cowboy probably. walk past him. Yeah, he's like that guy's real creep. Yeah, he's like oh uncouth American. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, he didn't do a ton in his cameo. I thought maybe he would at least move. You know what I mean? (laughs) At least like do any motion in the frame. I don't know. And then we also bet the there'd be a creepy ending with Norman Bates. Yeah, yeah, totally. Which is great. He just sits there with mother's internal dialogue Mm -hmm. about how they'll never. Find, figure out that she really did it. Yeah. If she stays still, I was it's like confused. So at one point, uh, you're allow probably just, a psychologist to explain. Yeah, you're it probably to you. distracted by the pockets and the pointing. But he said that like mother, the mother personality had like basically completely overtaken him. Yeah. So like yeah, mother was sitting in that room and was thinking, and in the mother monologue explains that mother like basically gave Norman up for the murders. Oh, okay. So as far as mother is concerned, they don't suspect that she actually killed these people. Okay. So mother doesn't where does mother think Norman is then? Some um, other place in the police thing? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't great. matter. But then yeah. Slow zoom in on him and then when he Fucking looks up and right stares straight camera. down the camera. Ooh. It's like ooh, creepy smile. Shivers. Ooh. Shivers. Yeah. Ooh. Perks. Anthony Perks. The AP. It's a great job. Great job. Yeah, because she has that whole thing about like I wouldn't even hurt a fly. Yeah. Like, oh, so like yeah, literally, too. literally the fly that's crawling on me right now. Yeah. I won't even swat this fly. That's such a great visual because I just think of like flies on like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really great. Oh, yeah, I guess she spent a lot of time not swatting flies. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I have a question now that we're talking about mom corpses. <laughs> okay. So it were, it's explained to us that Norman takes mother's body. Yes. And they bury a weighted coffin. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Like, you can just do that back in the 1960s? You can just, like, walk into a mortuary... It's Pick a up a corpse, town. dump a bunch of rocks in a coffin, and no one's gonna look. Guess I not. I guess so. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know That's how where that she's works. buried. Yeah, she's and I buried guess on their property. I guess he could be like, I want a closed casket funeral because I'm the next of kin and I get to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess they'll be like, okay, fine. Yeah. And all right. I think it's the I think it's the switcheroo part that I'm like harping on. It's just like at what point. At some point, he would have had There was one of those spacious trunks. Probably. That are so dangerous to society. Ooh, and he probably, what he did is he probably uh, 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 went to the funeral director and was like, I have these sandwiches and this gallon of milk. (laughs) (laughs) And the funeral director got sleepy after drinking all that milk. Yeah. Just took a nap. And at that point, he snuck out mother's body and brought in, I assume, a wheelbarrow full of bricks. (laughs) (laughs) And dumped them into the coffin. Yeah. Uh, God, I, I just find... And I'm sorry if any of the three of you are these people, but adults who drink milk? <laughs> I find it unsettling. I have a question yeah, for you. Yeah, that's what I did last night. Did you drink a big glass of milk? I did. Little, How big? Beth. Like a full glass of milk. Did you have a bunch of sandwiches, too? I had some cookies. <laughs> sandwich cookies? Milk and cookies. Sandwich cookies? For dessert sandwich before cookies? I went to bed. Were they sandwich cookies? It's a delight. Were they sandwich <laughs> cookies? <laughs> what do you mean sandwich cookies? Like, like Oreos, Oreos or, or like... 
like chocolate chip cookies. Okay. Oh, cool. Homemade I have a question or? for you. Oh, yeah, that's actually a follow-up. Yeah, homemade, homemade or store-bought? Store-bought. Okay. okay. Cool. Chewy, crunchy? Store-bought? I mean, I can, it was like a Chips Ahoy. Don't, chewy, oh, crunchy? Like chewy, crunchy. The cookies uh, are fine. Chewy. Like, interesting. interesting. Really? Now you're getting judged for cookies and milk. Here's the thing. I switch it up. Sometimes I make cookies. Sometimes I buy cookies. Sometimes I get the crunchy ones. Sometimes I get the soft ones. I'll give give cookies and milk as an exception. All right. I have a question for you. Like, I wouldn't just be like, oh, I'm going to have a large glass of milk. Right? See? That's creepy. Some people do that, though. Right? And come at me, milkheads. Segway. Molly, I want to slightly apologize to you for uh, calling you out for your cowardice in telling people to come at you because uh-huh. i know it is my male privilege to be able to tell people to come at me on the internet oh, oh that's true yeah, and that's they probably true. won't yeah because at any time you could just pretend to be your mother and murder them <laughs> right, exactly you can't pretend to be your mother i have a question for you yeah you are a notorious tea drinker yeah how do you feel about milk and black tea Oh. oh, yeah, it's great. Okay, so as like a garnish. Oh, so if there's like dead leaves in it. <laughs> Here you go, just grab. Come at me, tea heads. Go grab some leaves from the yard, Beth. Crinkle them up into your milk. Yeah. And then Dane will be fine with it. You mean like it's tea. Yeah. No, oh, gross. I like, I like milk. It's just like ice cream. I get offered oh. a glass of milk every time I'm at my, I'm at my in-laws, uh-huh. like with dinner. Yeah. Uh, like that's a what? thing it's a very like midwestern <laughs> here's, the thing, here's the thing I will drink a glass of milk <laughs> I will do it I'll drink it with dinner even uh. but I would not offer someone a sandwich and a glass of milk <laughs> that would never ever happen right. I would be like would you like a LaCroix <laughs> and a sandwich and chips yeah and like Make I don't your know own I have, yeah I have some chips ahoy in in it, what cover. scenario would you offer a guest a glass of milk if I had made cookies okay or if they were a small child. Sure. Yeah, that's what I said. Adults. Like kids drink milk. Maybe yeah. that's where it comes Does from. Does anybody drink warm milk to fall asleep? Ooh. That freaks uh, me out. I have done that before, but Did it work? Nothing works for oh. me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I did. I'm like, sure, let's give this a shot. I, I might have a hot chocolate. Sure. Which is okay. hot, which is warm milk with chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you go to a fancy French cafe and then it's literally just chocolate and it's amazing. Yeah. Ooh. It is too much, it but is. it's so good. That's why I'm it comes in chocolate. tiny glasses because America is terrible. Come at me, portion heads. <laughs> <laughs> Do you... Okay, I know. I'm really just in the weeds with you and your milk thing. Is there going to be a point where your son will reach a certain age oh. where he will ask for a glass of milk and you will be like, no, sir. <laughs> you are a grown man. Uh... No. Okay. Because in reality, it's fine, and I'm not going to be that controlling over sure. my child's like <laughs> fine things that I just find weird. Yeah. Uh, but the better question is, will there be a point where I find it unsettling and weird? <laughs> and probably. Yeah. Okay. Follow-up question to that, then. 16, maybe? Sure. Okay. Okay. So then this is my follow-up question that's a little for you. Again. 14. 14. Okay. So your son is 14. He goes oh, a good. Why is he asking at fourteen? Why is I'm he moving, asking? I'm changing for the scenario. I'm, cl- I'm changing the parameters of the scenario for this follow-up question. Okay, so you're at you're in your house. Yeah. Your son comes home from school, goes to the fridge, pours himself a glass of milk. Do you keep it inside or do you comment on it? Like even like in a passive aggressive, we're like, oh, a glass of milk, huh? Yeah, I probably make a joke. Yeah. <laughs> just that's the way it's gonna go. I thought the situation was I come downstairs and my kids just drinking a big glass of milk in the middle of the night, and I imagined that I got real freaked out. <laughs> Hello, father. Well, sure. Gloop, gloop, I mean, gloop. if he's making direct eye contact with you and not breaking it the entire time, <laughs> sitting in the dark. Drinking a glass of milk. 
petting the cat. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, the cat would make it better. Just like standing and drinking milk in the dark. Oh, sh- that's my new horror I mean, movie. Standing and doing anything in the dark would be unsettling. I, you, you think that having the cat would be better in that scenario? Yeah, then you're like. He's standing in the dark. Petting a cat and drinking. <laughs> well, at least then you're like engaging with the cat, right? If like at least then it's like, oh hi, cat. But he's also he's not engaging with the cat because he's still making direct, direct eye, eye contact. contact. But like before Dan came down, he was engaged with the cat, oh, right? Yeah. No, he no, was staring he was up at the stairs. stairs. <laughs> oh. He knew father would be. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the eye contact is the worst <laughs> part of that situation. <laughs> that is the worst. Yeah. So basically, I it think... goes eye contact, yeah. milk. Yep. <laughs> Dark, yep. standing cat. Okay. That's, so really, that's what I mean, what I'm, what I think all of our listeners can conclude from this journey we've taken is you're terrified of making eye contact with your child. Yes. Okay. Because it's the window to the soul, right? And you'll see me for the fraud that I am. Oh no. Wow. Okay. Uh. Someone out there, please Photoshop the scene at the end of Psycho where Norman is looking right at the camera. Photoshop him taking a swig of milk. That would be so much worse. That would be amazing. Like, eyes come up, eye contact brings up the milk into frame. That, if I did a shot for shot remake, which we haven't talked about yet, that would be the only change I would make. (laughs) Throw in the milk scene. Throw in the milk at the very end. And then maybe other hand comes up and there's a sandwich in it. I have a question about those sandwiches. Yeah. What was on those sandwiches? Oh, yeah. She's just buttering bread and eating buttered bread. Like, yeah. not a sandwich. Because at a certain I point... I it was a mayonnaise sandwich. Well, that's <laughs> what I was so confused, because at a certain point, it looked like... At one point, it looked like she was either eating a slice of bread with a very thick piece of cheese on it, oh, or yeah. a gigantic slice of butter. Right? Like, there was, like, a very thick, non-bread substance yeah. on the top of that bread. Yeah, she is not getting sandwiches. Did she open the sandwich up? Is that what happened? Well, then no, she's, she's the eating like a bird. She took the top. Oh, that's why you eat like a bird. But then that's not just, how birds she was just eat. But then what she's like spreading on there? She's butter. Spreading it's definitely butter. butter. So she's got a dairy, cheese. She's got a cold on. cheese sandwich. <laughs> yes. With yes. 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 Against dairy. Then she opens, spreads butter on one yeah, half, eats it, and then eats the other half. Yeah, yeah. and then buttered bread. Okay, she deserves to die. Oh my god. What did she say? What did you say? I said she deserved to die for eating sandwiches. Shut so your weird. face! You shut your pie hole. No, she didn't. She didn't even drink she the milk, man. Even, oh, listen, okay. back, she was too again. creeped out by the conversation to even focus on grasping a sandwich and putting she it to her face. She was just holding that knife in her hand and she was like making it look and like she was. It doing was something. an impotent oh, okay. butter knife, not even a good knife that could defend her. Yeah. yeah. And he called her a bird, and she admitted her last name was Crane. And I was like, get the fuck out of there! Just get in your. Oh. Yeah, that's when you thought she was doomed. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. If she hadn't said Crane, she would have been fine. Oh, that's right, because you decided you decided that because Norman Bates loved to tax, use his taxidermy skills on birds, but the reason he kills her is because he associates her with birds. No, I just thought that was, like, not a helpful way to end that conversation. Sure. Like, honestly. She was bad at criming. And sandwich eating, apparently. And she was going to turn herself in and figure out how to make up that $700. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aww. She had to do the math on a sheet of paper. <laughs> oh, yeah. That she then got very upset about and yeah. tore up and flushed down the toilet. Oh, 
Flush fact. Didn't you say that this oh, was like yeah. the first This movie? was the first American movie to show a toilet, <gasps> let alone one flushing. Oh, it's amazing. And audiences were very upset. That is my favorite fact in the world. <laughs> Crazy. I love the idea of someone saying like, Mother, can we go see the new Hitchcock movie? It's like, no. I've heard there's a deviant toilet scene in this well, film. And now my big uh, complaint about ind- a lot of independent films is that they feature people either sitting on toilets or toilets like an inordinate amount of the time. Like there are so many small short films that start with somebody waking up, mm-hmm. brushing their teeth, and sitting on the toilet. Mm-hmm. It's like this is no longer revolutionary. Would you this say is just somebody sitting on the toilet. This is another thing that Hitchcock did first. Are toilets now the naked lady stabbits <laughs> of 2017 indie film? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> He's done it all. He's done What's it all. Left to do He's done film? it all. There is nothing left nothing. to do. Pack it up, everybody. Yeah. Stop making movies. Stop it. That's like, We're all just well. going to watch old ones anyway. Yeah, We're right. all just going to watch stupid baking shows that have no yeah. merit. That's actually probably true. Yeah. yeah. In this day and age. I, pr- I shouldn't be rewarding them, but they're so fun. Is there a toilet in it? No. There's precocious children drinking milk. <laughs> children drinking milk is fine. It's like about in the dark, standing in the middle of the room. Sure. Yeah. My kid drinks milk all the time. Okay. He's fine. He's a kid. Okay. All right. Sure. But do you always, like, when you pour him a glass of milk, do you always make a show up being like, no, thanks. I don't want any. Daddy milk? No. <laughs> milk is not for adults. <laughs> Certainly not for men. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Come at me, milk industry. They will. Oh, they absolutely will. That is why. Why do you think most Midwestern adults still drink milk? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mustache ads. Mm -hmm. So appreciate how strong the dairy industry is that we live in a state where you can drive with no helmet as fast as you want on any motorcycle in the state Mm -hmm. because it's nobody's business. But if you want to buy a quart of raw milk, forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're under arrest. Really? Um, no, but they have done raids. What? Yes. Of like yes. raw milk houses? Yes. yes. That's amazing. And did they like bust them up like uh, speakeasy times? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> a bunch of like burly men with mustaches and suspenders yeah. and sledgehammers breaking milk tanks? They probably just like force pasteurize it. That'd be awesome Awesome. if a bunch of burly dudes came in with like irradiator guns and just like zapped all the barrels. That'd be incredible. Louis Pasteur sends his regards. (laughs) This is the episode about the movie Psycho, if anyone's forgotten. Yeah. I guess we've run out of things to say about this movie. Oh, I did just write down the word Thirstaroonie. Oh, oh. <laughs> who yeah. said that? The creepy dude. Oh yeah, the skeevy cowboy. Skeevy cowboy. cowboy. He used the word thirstaroo. That was amazing. He was yeah. horrible. He actually he started out bad and he just got progressively more heinously insane. Yeah. yeah. I guess time went on. Yeah, because first he was just like super capitalist cowboy. Then yeah. he was creep supreme on Marion. And then he clearly was like a dick to her boss too. Like you could yeah. tell like it was very much a power play. It's like we're gonna get drunk tonight, right, guy? Thirstaroonie yeah. or and whatever. He's probably gonna like. Force him to take him to some like brothel. Oh, yeah, for brothel. sure. Yeah. That was for sure. It's like, oh, where's a where's a fine capitalist cowboy? Have a little fun around here. <laughs> Going to the cat house. Ah, right outside of Phoenix, Arizona, Thursday, December. 20th. <laughs> oh yeah, he wants to take Marion to Las Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah. He's so gross. Oh, creep supreme. He's the worst. Thirst At least he bought his daughter a house though, right? 
No, oh, that she's she's getting married at eighteen to get out of his house. Oh yeah, that's clearly a power play on his part too. Gross. It's like I gave you a house. I put peepholes in all the rooms. Oh, uh, why? Uh, just because that's this kind of movie. All right, that's fair. I don't know. Psycho no, a... colon men are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that should have been the title. Mm-hmm. I do. As I was thinking about this movie and thinking about how we were going to say Creep Supreme, I wish. We had started cataloging those, and then we could do like a Creep Supreme power rankings. Oh, yeah. I'll yeah. do it. Great. I mean, see, so Hey, Toadhead, see if you can beat Dan to cataloging all of our Creep yeah, Supreme. Yeah, I would, I would encourage you to try to beat me, because it will probably take a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's that one guy in Con Air. There are a bunch of Creep I was going to say, like, like most Con of the Air. plan is Creep Supreme. <laughs> we'll send you five stickers. Sure. Oh. That's a lot of stickers. That's a lot of stickers. That's like a good portion. (laughs) What happened? I thought thought you said it was too many stickers. (laughs) No, we were saying that's just a lot. Oh, okay. That sounds like an entire. We're trying to hype up the pitch. (laughs) We're like California Charlie. (laughs) Five stickers. Another way you can get a sticker is to subscribe to our Patreon at the $5 level. Or more. more. Yeah. Yeah, that seems right. Anyway. Listen, guys. I love Creep Supremes. We just review movies but mostly talk about dairy products yeah or friends or friends (laughs) like be prepared if this is your first episode (gasps) doesn't joey uh doesn't joey drink a lot of milk i don't know thing i don't remember find out sometime yeah if you get us up to a thousand dollars a month and we get to whatever episode that is and then we'll see if sheldon also drinks a lot of milk yeah oh gross two thousand dollars a month yeah it is gross thank you I made a shocked face. Yeah. $2,000 a month will make Dan drink a glass of milk before every podcast. Every podcast? Oh, yes. oh that's mean. I'll do that at $2,000. <laughs> All right. You heard it here first. We'll live, we'll live Instagram it. Yeah. Oof. I'll have to figure out how to do that first. <laughs> we got time, presumably. Yeah. Unless this is what really makes people like just open up their wallets. Like, we got to get that guy to drink milk. <laughs> it's good for his bones. Yeah. He needs more calcium in his diet. I probably do. You shouldn't. I mean, it's humans are one of the only mammals that even continue to drink milk after uh, their childhood. So there's a lot of controversial evidence of whether or not it's actually a useful thing for your bone structure to continue to drink milk. Just mm. get calcium from leafy greens and uh, other legumes or whatever the fuck it is. It doesn't matter. We're going to cut this out of the podcast. We can't. Like, half the recording is about milk now. <laughs> This is the show. <laughs> it's not the show we wanted. No. But it's the show we got. It's the show we got. It's just, you know, it's like you go in. You release with the podcast you have, not the podcast you want. Exactly. You go into a podcast. You listen to a podcast. You think like, oh, okay, this is about the movie Psycho. And the movie Psycho uh, goes on a little story arc and is driving across the desert and finally ends up at a strange hotel. And then suddenly halfway through the movie, shocker of all shockers, Suddenly, the podcast is just about milk for 25 minutes. I should follow up on, now I'm feeling bad that my future, my son is going to listen to this and think that I would be creeped out by him. I love you. Even if you're drinking milk in the dark, petting the cat, staring at the place I'm about to occupy. I still love you. Before we... Before we get to our final ratings of the movie, 
we like to do a reader review of our podcast and the impression of a character from this movie. Yes. Dan was actively working on the sheriff during the movie, mm-hmm. which had an adorable and delightful accent, but Thank there's you. no reviews, so too bad. It's all for oh, me. No. It's just for me. Yeah. Yep, that's it. That, yeah. Wow. So if you want a review read, yeah. which is a fun part of this podcast, <laughs> yeah. we like to do. We love doing it. Write a GD review <laughs> on iTunes or anywhere else. But you have to tell us that you wrote it anywhere else because we will a, not check. Write a review about milk and just Go, yeah. post it on our podcast. Yes. I would love that. Please do that. Please. Honestly. Five stars. Please Please defend milk on our iTunes page. That would be amazing. I will read it gladly. So, Dad, you gave this movie a four crime hotels. Yep. Because you thought society said it was good. Yep. And you remembered it being good. And you thought it would be good. Yeah. I had a great time. Five crime hotels. What? Beth. You also gave it five Kramer Hotels mm-hmm. because you really like Hitchcock. Yep. I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was great. Well acted. Even better than I remember. Mm. I would give it more than five if I could. <gasps> wow. But you can. But I can't. And. <laughs> <laughs> would you say five Kramer Hotels and a Kramer house up the road? Yeah. <laughs> great. I gave it uh, four Worried about black and white prejudice, yeah. which I didn't have. In Ooh. fact, I didn't wow. even think about it being black and white wow. the entire movie, except when I was like, chocolate sauce, because oh, sure. black and white. Um, and then also people's clothes were like all beige looking. <laughs> so I was like, oh, it would be a lot different to pick clothes knowing that they would be in black and white. Totally. Mm-hmm. Like costuming's a whole different bag. Yeah. Right? For Apparently, sure. I Love Lucy, the set and all the costumes are black and white and variations. Ah. Oh, like in real life? Yeah. Oh, oh. weird. That'd be but you know what? See color video I have that. already given two facts on this podcast that turned out to not be true. <laughs> 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 so, I don't know. All right. Maybe not. Uh, look it up. Tweet at us. What that? Lucy, Lucy. color clothes. Close. Lucy. Lucy. What that Lucy? What that Lucy costume colors? Color scheme. <laughs> I don't know. Hashtag, you got some explaining to do. (laughs) Color clothes. Yeah. What's the hashtag where people have a better one? Oh, something whole? Oh. Salad salad hole. Salad hole. Salad hole. Hashtag salad hole. And then do a better hashtag. Yeah. Uh, But let's bump it up five. This movie is great. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Better than I... This is the first time where I watched it where I felt like I could identify good acting. <laughs> yeah. And then I did that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it made you feel smart and good. Sure. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I get that. I so get you that. made it about you and yeah. that's, that's... I'm a white man in America. What else am I going to do? I mean, I said that in a teasing way, but I also give this a five. Oh. Um, in part because I think um, that Hitchcock makes you, the audience, feel smart because you do notice things because he makes you notice them and you're like, oh, look how perceptive I am. So then when he takes you by surprise, you're all the more like shocked mm. because you had had all this fabulous insight based on the things he had already shown you, but you weren't consciously aware he was showing you. Sure. Anyway, pretty, I mean, I don't know. I Once again, I feel like a dumb dumb. like, oh yeah, Albert Hitchcock, pretty good. <laughs> I know. Hey guys, I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I did uh, one more thought. 
because that's how I do things. Mm -hmm. um, it was it was wild to think about people watching this movie the first time and not knowing that yeah. he's his mother. Like I yeah. don't think I've yeah. ever viewed the movie and not known that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. me too. Um, it's gotta be crazy. That, that'd be like a wild. And I was trying to think at what point you figure it out. Mm -hmm. normally in the movie is it when the sheriff literally says like his mother's been dead for 10 years but then there's the shot of him coming down the stairs with her so then yeah. we're still yeah. led to believe yeah. that maybe she's, she's not think, dead i think it's like oh so what's the deal she killed they like she faked her death yeah maybe. right mm -hmm. yeah it's not maybe think, not till the end literally when, like, when she turns around in the chair yeah. that's supposed to be like Holy what shit. yeah and yeah then people's brains explode no yeah. that had to have been fucking crazy yeah, yeah. it's like uh Reading Dracula. I think about that time whenever I read Dracula. It's like people didn't know vampires, really, unless mm. you were like a weird Eastern European folklore sure. enthusiast. Because <laughs> um, that was the first, not the first, as we've talked about, not the first vampire novel in Western society, but the first major one that really mm. brought it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Now it's like vampires. Who cares? They're right. everywhere. But then it's like, oh, shit. It could suck your blood and turn into a bat. I still, it's like wild. for years and years, I watched one like, cut rate crappy dracula movie and in it the woman is lying there and once again very sexualized but yeah. whatever she's lying in bed well, that's extra true for vampires yes. yes and her neck is just totally exposed and to the right and she's lying in this bed in like this white nightgown and the vampire comes in and like bites her neck and i remember making a vow and i was probably like six years old that i was like oh you should just cover up your neck when you sleep. <laughs> so for many years, I would just tuck the sheet right under my chin line. Oh, and I was like, amazing. come at me, vampires. I'm way ahead of you. <laughs> and that's how I slept for years. Wow. Like, I forgot why I was doing that when I was in high school. Hmm. I think I still did it in college. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you could have just not invited them in. Th that wasn't a rule. Oh. That wasn't a rule until let them in. As far as I know. You could put a bunch of garlic around your windows. Thought about it, but Until parents your might ask a mother-in-law takes it down. What? what? That's what happened Wait. in Dracula. Oh. They put a bunch of garlic on the windows, and it keeps them away for a couple nights. But then, like, someone's mother, some sure. old oh. yeah. dumb oh, woman. Some dumb lady. Um, like, takes it down because she's worried the vapors are going to be bad. Oh, And then sure. all the men are like, no, what have you done? You fool. Foolish woman. And then yeah. it's that for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then they kill Dracula. Anyway, the book's great. It is a great book. Go read. Go read. Go read huh? a book for once. Hey, guess what? This movie was a novel, too. I don't know if it's any good, but you could read it and yeah. tell us. Hey, Norman Bates impersonator. Read Dracula. Probably Instead of listening is. to this podcast. Oh, right. Oh. The guy at the studio tour. I yeah. forgot that was a character in this podcast. Yeah, he's, he's listening <laughs> to this or reading. Oh, right. Yeah. How many baits do you think there have been? Oh, great question. At the Universal Tours? Yeah, just at the Universal Tours. God. I mean, you got to age out of it, right? there's got to be one. Oh, I was going to say that there's one in Florida, but I don't know if they do the tours in Florida. Yeah, but even like, I mean... Are there multiple during high. any given day? Yeah. Probably. That's got to be a sweet gotta gig, be though, right? You can't drink that much milk in one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, that's oh. now I'm horrified at that job. Yeah. Drink a glass of milk every, like, 15 minutes? Every... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my that's my nightmare job. That's why there's so much turnover. It's just like, oh, boss, I, gotta, oh. I just got to lie down for a so while. Heavy. <laughs> Happy Halloween! All right. Oh, trick or milk? <laughs> oh. Or a milk or treat? 
I guess it would be free. Trick or treating and someone just dropped a little like milk box, like a little, a little carton, just a full glass. Yeah, just like a glass of milk. (laughs) (laughs) Or just like took that huge pitcher that Norman Bates had, just poured it into your bag. All of these Here's are good a ideas. Fresh That's milk. a power move. Everyone do that. into someone's trick or treat yeah. bag. I think it'd be great. Milk with chocolate candy. <laughs> Delicious. I mean, those are kids. That's fine. Okay. Well, they should be kids, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, teens, hey, come and trick or treating. Stop it. Go to a party in neck or something. Or get ready for a bag full of milk. Yeah. Any teen show in my door, I gotta get a bunch of milk. <laughs> you heard it here first. Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. New episodes of Totes Recall drop on the 15th of every month. For more information and bonus content, visit us at totesrecall.com. Thank you so much for listening.